0: So welcome one and all to episode 52 of the MegaVision Show, the companion podcast to MegaVisions magazine. Today is September the 20th, 2020. I'm Graham, the production editor of Megavisions. Joining me this week, we have Chris, the editor-in-chief of MegaVisions, and What's up? Well, Scotty Mo, um, managing editor of Megavisions. You just realize I switched my my camera around so the audience will see it correctly. But when I point, I'm going the wrong way. Um Today we've got a special show for you. We'll be going through our picks of the Week as normal, but we're also going to be looking at the PS5 and Xbox Series X as everything hots up after the PS5 Live event recently. So, without further ado, let's crack on with the show. So, uh, Chris, what's been going on, buddy? What's happening?
1: Oh, man, guys. I've actually been doing stuff, and it feels good to, to be like, getting out of the house because I feel like... All I've been doing here lately is just staying inside. School is back now. So my kids are finally going back to school. Uh, they actually start next tomorrow. They're starting to actually go physically to school. It's it's pretty crazy.
2: Oh, cool. um, I guess. It's,
1: <laughs> they, it's weird because they are kind of looking forward to it, but it's also school, so they're kind of not. But I think yeah. they're looking forward to getting mm-hmm. um just kind of getting back with around their, their friends and stuff and just get back in the swing of things, which is good for me because I'll finally be able to like work from home and, and spend time on Mega Visions like I've been wanting to do um, here. Now it's just been me being basically like a stay at home dad. I feel like I've been spending more time uh, just doing stuff with the kids and everything over the summer than I've been able to with Vision, So it's going to be nice for that. Um, secondly, I visited my very first medical marijuana facility this week, and man, it was not anything like I thought it was going to be. Have you you guys ever tie dye
2: tapestries everywhere? And
1: (laughs) I wasn't expecting that. I was expecting, I guess, more of like a store atmosphere. Yeah. When I was going to go in, like you could kind of like look around and find the stuff you wanted, and maybe there would be like an area for like pipes and bongs and different things like that that you could buy
2: place your pre-orders you know
1: right (laughs) and so um yeah so i got my medicinal marijuana card about a month ago but i hadn't even gone to the facility yet so this past week was the first time and i get there and it's just this like small brick building uh you know in this small town But I noticed that there's a long line wrapped around the building and you can actually smell the weed from outside, like in the street, because I guess they have two warehouses right there where they actually do some other growing and their storage and stuff. So you could actually smell the weed just outside walking around. It's kind of crazy. Um, But then, yeah, so you get in this line and the line actually moved pretty quickly. Uh, Took me about maybe 15 minutes of waiting in line. And then you go into this. You actually get inside the facility itself, and it almost looks like a waiting room of like an urgent care center or something like that. Have you ever been? You guys been in one of those before? Yep. Where it's not quite like a medical facility, or it, it doesn't quite feel like a hospital, but it's very clean, like a medical facility, I should say. That's you the same kind of to, vibe.
2: Graham, you never had to like run your friends in during uni to like be like, oh man, drank too much. Let's pump this stomach. <laughs> Oh, you're
0: muted. What a twist! Sorry, my Apple might be. You assholes usually
1: make fun of me for that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Our uh, our emergency rooms are part of a hospital, so you go into a hospital.
1: So Um, we have this other thing in America. It's weird. It's not. It's not quite an emergency room, and it's not uh, quite in a hospital. But it's like you. It's it's an urgent care center where you can go and get seen like the same day. And it's like usually like over the weekends or overnight where your doctor's office typically wouldn't be <laughs> open and you don't need to go to okay. the emergency room. So like Sorry. maybe Scotty's running a high fever or something. And he's like a little sickly right. and we're like, Oh man, little okay. Scotty needs to get some medicine. He's getting a little sick. <laughs> so yeah, we yeah. take him to we, the urgent we, care center.
0: We might have something like that over here, but I don't think I've ever been to one. So okay, uh, yeah, I can't imagine it. Uh, so in my head is just answering awesome. them. This-
1: so this medical marijuana facility, it, it it gave the vibe. It was just very clean, very, uh, you know, like it was just very uh, – it felt like a medical facility, not like you're going to just do a weed store. Basically, that's, a what, that's shop. the point. That's probably something right. else
2: Graham doesn't have over there either. Right. Uh, it's called a head shop, and it's pretty much like – Every time you're in there you feel like a disobedient teenager or something because you walk in and they have like Bob Marley posters and different shirts that you don't that you would see at like a boardwalk and it's just it's clearly it's clearly like I bet they have weed here. <laughs> <laughs> and like we're talking literally like you could get a Pepsi can that has a part that unscrews to hide your stash in oh, wow. stuff like that. Okay. Yeah. Everything that's easy is- to sell.
1: This is nothing like that. You go in there, and I, I ended up having to to register. Um, but like, I didn't know what to expect, though, Scotty, going in. So it could have been right. that, that I would have be like, "Well, that's I guess I guess so." You
0: know, America, like, yeah.
1: Right? Yeah, I would have had no idea. Uh, but I was I was expecting someone something kind of in between both of those things, really. Um, but yeah, I had to go register, so I had my card and everything. So they did all that for me. They gave me like a folder. And then they send me into the place, and you're just in a, another line, which, Graham, you would have loved it because I had to stand in, like, three different lines. Um, I know how much you guys love queuing up, so you would have loved this.
0: Right. Um, yeah, we do have a queue.
1: Very orderly, just very well put together. The entire time, I was thinking Graham would love this. Graham would love being here right now. <laughs> <laughs> but then you go up to um, one of the, like the people at the register. And they basically just, you know, they welcomed me. Everyone was super nice. And they're like, what do you want? And I was like, okay, well, I'm glad I made a list because you can go on their website and they have all the stuff that they, uh, all their inventory. So you can actually get like your traditional like bud um, if you want like the leaf marijuana, or you can get it in a tincture, which is like liquid. You just drop it under your tongue. Um, Or or you can get these lozenges, which are just, um, they're just like these small, like little look like candy tablets or something. Throw those in, and you're good to go. Um, and so I ended up getting some of the the bud and some of the um, some of the lozenges and stuff. So like look, Yeah. Oh yeah. Send it to you guys. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, but I figure, man. Yeah. It's it's just it's just a weird thing, man. Walking around in public um, with marijuana and being perfectly legal to do it. It's just such a weird feeling.
2: Well, being conditioned that that's bad for you know two or more decades of your life is is what'll do that.
1: And that's the thing is like it's I mean in just in our society it's not even the past twenty years it's like my whole life ever since I remember yeah. being in elementary school and being in the Dare program the what was it um, drug what, uh, what did Dare stand uh, for uh,
0: shit drugs are shit. really evil
1: <laughs> basically um, uh,
2: drug and alcohol drug alcohol resistance. Ah, shit god damn i should know this
1: i mean i had the shirt off i still remember my dare officer his name was officer errington and he was awesome he had this like cool flat top He looked like uh like an action like a bad late 70s 80s action star or something but he was he seemed pretty cool um but yeah no it's just like in our society we it's been demonized for so long and it makes everyone think that it's like this terrible thing for you but um, I know it's just so many people It's helped and the people that were in line, that was another thing I noticed that I thought was really cool is like, they um, okay. look like they come from all walks of life. I saw people like elderly women, like in like walkers and stuff getting there, like got to get my marijuana. Um, and then you saw like business type people and just regular people. It's honestly, if you went to the grocery store, all these people would be in there and you know like it's Mm. it's the same type of people you pass by every single day and so like the idea that the only people who want to get on medical marijuana are just like potheads and other people that are just trying to you know like skirt the system um it's totally not that at all and it just felt like really legit and um i'm just happy that you know there's this system put in place where people can go and and get it legally and responsibly um and it's all it's all sweet. So uh, hopefully, man, we'll we'll be able to get it uh, legalized like all over the United States. Scotty, did you figure out what it said? But yeah. man,
2: drug abuse resistance education.
1: There we uh, go. Yeah? Yeah, I... So it basically taught us, Graham, if that if you do if you smoke a marijuana cigarette, you're going to become a black tar heroin addict. Uh, it basically like it, it scared. Was, yeah.
2: Remember Mean Girls that that's singing where it's like if you have sex you will die. Those
1: <laughs> it's essentially <laughs> that. that. Like but... they would always talk about how marijuana is a gateway drug and how if you yeah. you know get I, on I'm marijuana just, then
0: I, I'm picturing Mr. Mackey from South Park. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: What did okay, Graham? When as you were a kid growing up, like what was your your like drug and alcohol education as a young kid in well, elementary school?
0: We were told it was bad, but there wasn't, like, a sort of... Well, at least not in my schools. There was no, like, big program, like, called, like, DARE or anything like that. It was just more, like, just some sort of lesson that we'd have. Oh, yeah, by the way, drugs drugs aren't cool. Don't do them, kids. It's was like, oh, okay, yes, miss. Um, so, I'm <laughs> but, yeah, pretty, pretty sure our... Oh, bad.
1: I'm pretty oh, sure our actually... DARE program...
0: I just remembered, sorry, we actually had occasionally, like, we had local police officers who would come to our schools... And do like a police awareness thing, but one of some, one of the topics they would talk about would be drugs. So they would sort of say, "Yeah, don't do drugs," uh, and like they'd just give uh, they'd give anecdotes about um, real life drug situations that they'd been involved in as police officers. So that, I guess that kind of hit home quite well because it was actually kind of like, "Oh, damn, that's pretty, that's messed up sort of stuff." And they occasionally you'd see pictures of people like this is this is a thirty year old woman and she's like looking like, <laughs> and she's like. Uh, she did cocaine well, for 20 years of her life. It's you know? funny
1: uh, if they really just took pictures of old ladies and said it was like a 20-year-old heroin addict or something. Just just yeah. a sweet lady that just like that lives in a nursing home down the road. <laughs> they just went and took me.
2: Yeah, that character in The Simpsons who's like always hunched over. I'm 32 years
0: old. <laughs> well, <yeah>. Hands moving. <laughs> um,
1: so, oh, yeah. yeah, so that's um, basically that's all I have. Uh you know, doing this week. Uh, so next uh, marathon, we'll have it at my place and it'll be a really good time. Right, guys?
0: Oh boy. Woo! For the kids. That's going to be a very different type of show. Right? <laughs> yeah. For the kids.
1: We'll all be asleep in like an hour.
2: Just They just played Sonic Adventure for seven hours and then they fell asleep.
1: <laughs> we'll just do Sonic Shuffle for 24 straight hours.
2: God. That oh, we we'll would... just do that. <laughs> I mean, that wouldn't we'll be, be, be hard the... in that state of mind, probably. Right.
0: <laughs> Yeah, but we wish be like stuck on the dark race, like whoa, man! Like twenty <laughs> solid. <laughs> uh, and Pen Pen would just blow our minds. We would no, be get to yeah, have Pen Pen would make sense, actually. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear, yeah, um, yeah. So Scotty, buddy, what's what's been up with you? Um,
2: marathon recovery. Uh, we <laughs> did record our marathon aftermath show. Um, that was pretty good, and glad we got that done when it was still fresh in our heads. Uh, I haven't been playing anything, really, because I got back to work the Wednesday following the marathon, and my brain was had a hard enough time wrapping around that stuff. But I did actually go to a comic store yesterday, oh and I got what? some pickups. Oh, wow. Look at that. Nice. Because... Uh, Well, I'll just get... So, I've been reading more when I go to bed, and, oh, I forgot to get it, but I did start reading Ready Player One, actually. I forgot to grab that. I don't think I really need to show people what that is, though. Um, But, no... So, what I've been reading is these um, sonic archives of the old Archie comics and stuff. Uh, What it is... They call them graphic novels. I grabbed too much stuff. I can't hold all this. But it has, like, essentially four to six... um, like this issues, is issues right? 16 through 21. Yeah. And what's nice about it is um, it's really hard for me to get into novels. It's really hard for me to get into reading an actual book. Um, But when I do, it's great. And I'm gung ho. And I'm also a slow reader. So that is a factor in there. But mainly, though, with the archives, it's like it's something you don't want to read something intense before you go to bed. Like these are very brainless and lighthearted. Nothing against the Archie or any comic books, really. But so but, you know, if you're reading one comic you can get that done in 15 minutes unless you are dead tired. You're not going to fall asleep in 15 minutes. So these things are nice because it's an actual series or so. Um, we started buying them through. Th- this happened when the pandemic hit. So I wasn't going to like no comic shops were open. I wasn't going to go anywhere. So I started, started, I started ordering them online. Um, and they normally go for like eight, eight to ten bucks for the little archives like that. Um, but then I started notice as I was furthering my collection, which is also ridiculous and it's a vicious cycle because I own all of these comics individually, physically, but I didn't want to have like a stack of 10 comics and like, and then they just fall off the table in the middle of the night and scare the shit out of me because that's happened. But so I'm like, I'll get the like a cat, you yeah. know, like he's, it's like, <laughs> something
1: will happen, don't put a cucumber behind him because he'll freak out when he sees
2: I will jump into the <laughs> attic. Um, but like. So these things were a nice size because I wouldn't really finish one, but I would get a decent amount of reading done. Um, so I, like, started looking at these things, and since Archie Comics no longer publishes Sonic Comics, they're going up and down in price. Like, I was able to find the first couple of ones easily enough, but this one right here goes for no less than $25 online, when initially it sold wow. for 8 to $10. So I'm like, I'm going to go... And, oh, uh, the 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 worst thing about this is, like, right when Archie announced we're not doing Sonic anymore, all that crap, um, I went, I just was near a mall, went to a comic shop, this was probably last year or whenever it happened, and all these little individual archive things were a dollar each. So I grabbed like five for the hell of it, but in my head I'm like, this was when I was getting ready to move last, and I'm like, I don't need all this crap to pile into more boxes that I'm never gonna look at, but I'll get a couple just because they're here and it's cool to have them again. Um, uh, Fast forward to now, I'm like, I should have bought every damn one of those that was there. (laughs) Um, So, but so anyway, um, they also did stuff with the Sonic universe where they would release entire arcs as trade paperbacks. Um, Oh, that's pretty cool. One of my favorite ones is kind of like the What If Marvel stuff. It's uh, Mobius 30 years later where like Knuckles has a daughter and like Tails is married to somebody else and all this other stuff. That means
1: Knuckles had sex with someone
2: you got it. Um,
1: so, I'm sure so, there's an
2: option service
0: over there. It could be, it could be that case, you know.
2: Maybe, but like this one here, no. it's the first thing of Hyper Knuckles versus Supersonic. This one go. This one is another one that is people are trying to gouge, um, and it has Mecha Sonic there, like the whole Mecha Madness thing. Um, mm. But I grabbed a bunch of things that I want, and especially everybody knows how big of a Knuckles fan I am, so I had to get. Another one of those. Um, And then I grabbed this just because it's a cool variant cover of, like, Sonic 3 and Knuckles. And then I found this because you've never read this issue, but I had this exact poster. Like, it's one of the earliest things I remember in my life that was on my bedroom door. And I didn't show the
1: ever... Teenage Mutant Ninja, Ninja oh. Turtles comic. Sorry, oh, yeah, yeah, audio people. For the, for um,
2: yeah, it's the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. They're like flying out of this blue wormhole thing. I don't know what it is, but it's it's old art. Um, and it's from September 1989. Oh, it's September right now. So there you go. How old is that? Uh, it's pretty old.
1: Twenty-one, thirty-one uh, 31 years. Something like uh. that. They, um,
2: wow. I don't. I can't. So, remember. I mean, I bought it solely for that reason. <laughs> and then, lastly, I was just perusing the DVDs that I didn't know they had, and I got that movie I mentioned forever ago called the TV set. <laughs> oh, where, wow! Uh, David Duchovny, Sigourney Weaver, and okay. the dude that played Mister Fantastic in the first Fantastic Four. Oh, yeah. Um, it's I about a writer like who gets his TV show Weaver. Made and stuff, and it's not bad. I mean, it was three bucks, so who cares? Um. I might have spent a hundred dollars at the comic store, guys.
1: So, Ugh. Scotty, you brought up some good points, though. Um, one of the reasons why I completely got out of comics is because you go and spend five, it's five bucks, uh, you know, maybe six bucks. Especially if it's like yeah. some Marvel comics are really expensive for some reason. But you yeah, go read a comic. Exactly. I'm talking about
2: so. Boom! Look at the price. Difference. Exactly. So like seven and even nine, just- eight bucks.
1: I'm talking about like brand new comics. You go get in there. Oh. So not even like going back and getting older stuff. Right. Cause there was a diff a, a few different books that I was keeping up with for a little while. Um, but then I would, I would spend like four or five bucks on an issue. Like I said, and I would, I would leave the comic book store each week. I would be like 50 bucks yep. on these comics and I'd come home and I'd read through them in like five minutes. And I'm like, yeah. I just spent five bucks on a comic. And that's me still like trying to like take my time with it and not yeah. trying to Get through it, and even if I do, maybe ten minutes, right? Right. That's still five dollars for like a ten minute, basically entertainment experience. I started thinking about that. I'm like, I'm spending like fifty bucks, like every week or two. That's like well over a hundred dollars. It's like, what am I doing? Like this, this is silly. Like they're going in this box. They're going in there. I I know I'm never going to read them again, and so I completely stopped buying them. But I think what you're doing, Scotty, I think that makes sense. It's like
2: fuck the buying, yeah.
1: Yeah, and and I'm – so I'm thinking like maybe now like I might go back and do something like what you're doing if I can find them for a decent price. Like I'm not going to be paying – yeah, I'm not going to be paying any you know inflated prices, but if I could get it at least for like the sticker price of what it came out for, I would be willing to pay that for certain mm-hmm. things. And I think I showed it a while back, but that's what they're starting to do with the Berserk manga too.
2: Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah.
1: So they're doing these like really nice hardcover. This is uh, volume one, and you open it up, and it's just the the manga. Um, but what's nice is it's a lot bigger um, because the regular manga are, are just standard size. So I think they're up to their third volume of these right now. I have volume one and two, but I need to buy
2: that third one. So that's exactly what I'm doing with the original Turtles comics because I tried to start finding those the original Ninja Turtle comics um, before they came out with the I'll grab it another time and show it, but they have them in hardback um, volumes now with some of them are recolored or some of them are colored because they were originally in black and white. Um, and then other fun facts and like art sketchbook stuff and things like that. So that's, that's the way to go with Ninja Turtles. You don't want to try to find original Ninja Turtle comics because a, the first <laughs> oh, issue Jesus. had like five reprints and stuff. Cause that there's a whole story behind that. Sketchcraft could tell you guys all about that probably too. But um, yeah, the uh, you talking about your experience, Chris, was literally me in college because when I was in college, that was when the first original Civil War um saga War. was going on with yep. Marvel. Not this was before the movies, kids, and all that stuff, but like, so I stupidly was, stupidly was like, this is awesome, I'm gonna grab like this issue of Wolverine, this one of Amazing Spider Man, this one of Friendly Neighborhood Spider Man, this one of the main Civil War thing, and it's like. I didn't even, I had a friend that worked at the comic shop. You had to have a minimum to have your throw-aside box, but I didn't do like that. your box? Would, yeah, yeah. But I would still walk out of there with like 40 bucks, and I'm like, I'm a dumb college kid. I shouldn't be spending $40 a week on <laughs> comics. I need food and stupid textbooks and
1: stuff. That, $40 a week for a college student, that could pay for your entire meal, like all yeah, your food a for a planned. week. <laughs> you know what I'm saying?
2: So, but no, I've been, uh, I that's, I mean, like, like I said, I spent a good chunk, and I don't really do this often. But when I when I saw this this issue this thing I've been trying to find for a while, it's Knuckles Archive Volume Four. It's like I've I found it for no less than thirty dollars online. I'm just like I'm if I see this, I'm grabbing it. And then I was like, and then I texted Rachel, I'm like, honey, can you take a picture of the volumes I have real quick so I like double buy stuff <laughs> and so i mean considering oh, how much I, s- I spent i probably saved twice that amount avoiding scalpers
0: and crap so yeah, that's, good. that's
2: that's scotty's deal of the week <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's a new said i like it yeah cool um so it's funny you should mention that you're reading player ready ready player one because i finally seen ready player one uh i never right. watched it in the cinema i didn't right. watch it on dvd or anything when it came out but it's on uh Netflix or one of the something. streaming services over here. I can't remember now. Um, I've got like five of them I've subscribed to. Um <laughs> but yeah, uh so yeah, Chris has been telling me to watch it since it first came out. And for some reason I had it in my head I I've got this thing about movies that kind of try to use video game culture or something. I just don't really I'm not interested in like like I sort of mentioned with documentaries and stuff, I kinda of get annoyed about them. Um and like if it's a movie based on a video game, I'll happily watch it, even though most of them are rubbish, but you know, there's a couple of little gems out there. But this one, because it's kind of like using the idea of video games, and I know it had lots of references to video games, and I was kind of like, don't really want to watch it. But I've seen it. I loved it. I thought it was actually a brilliant movie. Very well done. Storyline was way better than I thought it was going to be, because I kind of vaguely knew what the storyline was, but this was a oh, lot better. Oh, so you had never
1: read the books, before. right? You never, you never read the, the book. book. Okay.
0: I do own the book, though. I actually bought the book when the movie came out, owns the and book. then never read it. <laughs> so yeah,
1: I feel like you're um, you're the majority of people. I think everyone, the movie came out, everyone bought the book if they hadn't already. Yeah. Um, but only a fraction of those people actually read it. Um, yeah. I will. Say, I I agree. I think visually, that movie is amazing. I think
0: mm-hmm.
1: the the way that um, it kind of shows some of the stuff that uh, they you know they do in the book. I think it's is really really cool. Um a lot of people were upset that they made some changes from the book. Like in in the oh. so in the book the original first quest was completely different. Like they changed that up completely. Oh, okay. You know how they had that big race and everything? Yeah. Um that wasn't in the book. Uh but I thought and a lot of people were mad about that. Um but I thought it was really smart cuz in the book I think it was like some sort of D&D Dungeon Dragons uh quest that he had to go on um and they changed it to the race. Uh, but I think that visually was amazing. Yeah. It was one of those awesome, like, set pieces in a movie that you could put mm-hmm. in trailers. Like, you had King Kong, you had, like, you know, T Rexes. It was insane. It looked yeah. amazing. It's one of those, you know, clips that you could, oh, you'll think back to in a movie, kind of like the T Rex scene in Dra- the original Jurassic Park how that is just like an iconic scene i think that race scene is 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 on par with some of that stuff and so i think some of the changes they made for the movie were really really good um now i i'm more interested in hearing like your 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 thoughts overall on the movie like what did you think about the story and everything and does it change your mind at all on movies that are based on video games
0: so uh, I love I love the story. I thought the story is actually really good, very entertaining. Yeah, in my, for some reason I d- I didn't know what the story was before I'd seen it. I knew it was about going into a video game world, but that's kind of basically I what I didn't really know about the nuances of the plot and like the key point elements. Uh, so really surprised, really happy with all that. I don't think it's completely changed my mind on movies that, that use video games and pop pop culture as like reference points and stuff because. I, I really enjoyed like the scenes where they had like a uh, video game characters in, you know, like I had like the master, lots of guys with master chief costumes running along and stuff. I, thought <laughs> I that was love that funny.
1: stuff in the war. And scenes. I,
0: yeah. And I loved like, having um, I mean, like the DeLorean in it and all those other pop references. But the one thing that I, one thing that was really kind of annoyed me was, um, they really honed in on, um, a character from overwatch. Is it Tracer? That girl with the, the glass. She's really yep. pop. She's really synonymous with overwatch. Yeah. Um, like they can like there's a couple of scenes where she'd be like like there and be like aha like just sort of like smiling to the camera basically like right face on and I was just like that is so just pandering to the whole Overwatch kid crowd, you know, people Or it could game. be maybe
1: I mean it could be a like a a uh like an advertisement type thing like yeah. i wonder if like because there's so much pop culture stuff in there like who what do you know that is like them wanting to put it in there yeah or maybe licensing to put it in there versus like a company saying like hey we're pizza hut put pizza boxes and stuff because you <laughs> wouldn't know in a movie that's based on like pop sure. culture like that you know
0: it's true uh but it just compared to all the other characters she seemed really like in your face like there's other characters like the master chief i know you see randomly them running along, said take but me really to like... kfc it didn't make sense <laughs> <laughs> um and yeah but and it also annoyed me because i feel like over, like some of those other characters like um i know halo's still seen as quite a recent game but that franchise has been going on for like nearly 20 years now it's going on for a very long time yeah. like uh original xbox like 2001 2002 wherever it came out um so yeah that's been going on a long time Damn, and the original
1: actually... halo come out like 2001 or yeah. 2002 so- something like that Jeez. yeah it's nearly I it years. Like, man i was thinking like mid-2000s or something that's crazy and
0: yeah. all the other references pretty much are all quite old uh, like older franchises are more established whereas overwatch i feel like isn't that established it's just one character they showed as well which i don't know i just for some reason every time that pops up i was like that has annoyed me. <laughs>
1: I'm <it's> cool <laughs> with giving something to the like the younger crowd and stuff Maybe. because you're probably gonna get a big mixture of of like you know, people going to see that movie in the theaters. And one of the cool things about seeing a movie like that, I think, is seeing something that you grew up liking. And you're like, Oh, there's that thing that I love. That's cool. And so I'm fine with them putting something in for the younger audience, you know, like you know, teenagers today who love Overwatch and they're like,
0: Yeah, you know, it's
1: fine. Um I'm I'm really interested because the second one, Ready Player Two, I want mm-hmm. to say comes out here soon in the 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 paperback, I believe. It's coming oh, cool. out here in either – in the fall, I believe, because I pre-ordered it on, on my Kindle that I own, and my wife has stolen from me. I don't get it back. <laughs> she uses it all the time. Um, so I'm really interested in seeing the second book, particularly I felt – Klein's ability to write dialogue was very weak in the book um okay. it just the the way the characters talked and interacted. I was like it just feels it doesn't feel like it it's genuine and it doesn't feel like it flows in like a natural way of, of how people talk um and I thought that I thought that he didn't have a firm grasp on some of the pop culture references that he was talking about, like the way he would say things about okay. a particular console or just kind of like using leet speak in the his book, it just felt really awkward. I was like, oh yeah. god, this is a little cringy. Like he's trying real hard here to to capture, you know, this audience or community, which I, I would imagine is very hard to do as as a um a novelist who's trying to talk on this broad spectrum of, like, pop culture from spanning, you know, maybe three or four decades of stuff and being, like, Mm. being able to talk smartly about it. I imagine that's hard to do. But um, hopefully they tighten some of that stuff up in the second book. I'm really looking forward to it. And eventually, like, I can't wait for the second movie because that's going to be really cool.
0: Yes, that'd be really cool. I'd be happy to see that.
2: I just looked it up. Filming started in 2016. Overwatch released in 2015.
0: Yeah. See, I feel like that, that was definitely shoehorned uh, in. That's yeah, I was
2: very because but... I, I heard a lot about that too, and I, I've literally, I'm not even finished with the first chapter of the book, and all the references are more '80s stuff in the book. Um, but I, I've heard, I've not heard anyone have your opinion, Graham. It's either it's oh. e- it's it's like three camps. It's one camp is read the book, watched the movie, hated it. Another camp is read the book, watched the movie, loved it. Another camp. Didn't read the book. I guess there's four because it's didn't read the book, either love or hate the movie. There's nothing. There's no calm neutral.
1: I don't know if I've (laughs) ever talked to someone. I'm sure there's many, many people out there, um, but it's probably just my friend circle. But I've never seen anyone that did not watch the movie or did not read the book that did not like the movie.
2: Oh, really? I haven't met
1: that person yet. Um, I've met all the other people that you talked to, you you know, you (laughs) referenced. But I I could see someone Mm -hmm. like my mom who just doesn't get it, you know, like people like that, that just aren't in that sphere of yeah. pop culture. It's probably not going to do anything for them unless they just like popcorn action flicks yeah. because there's lots of cool action. Um, so yeah, I, think,
2: I think a lot of people were afraid of it basically being the family guy episode of video game references or something. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs>
0: It worked out really well, I thought. So, so yeah. Scotty, have you not seen the movie? Or... No,
2: I I, okay. I really don't. All the things I've heard about the movie, I don't know that I'm going to enjoy it. So I thought I'd read the book first. And okay, yeah, uh, I mean, already uh, yeah. the Heather's references and the other stuff that he's talking about in it is right up my alley. So
1: the right, stuff okay. um, in, from the Shining, I thought, oh my gosh, will they go to uh, the hotel and they, I think
0: you're spoiling it for Scotty right now, aren't you? I don't care.
1: That's fine. I, yeah, I didn't know yeah. if that was that a major spoiler. Like I didn't. I just no, the location a go
0: spoiler. Is it? There, there's a reference to shining. Yeah. Okay.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: So, I. I um, okay. If there's a shining, he was talking about yeah.
1: heathers and all this other stuff. I thought he knew about like all the cool locations and stuff. So um, that I yeah. It. I won't say anymore.
0: Yeah. Okay. Good. Watch the movie. <laughs> cool. Um. And also very quickly, I mentioned this on the show not that long. Well, a few weeks, a few episodes ago. I was playing Deliver Us the Moon. It was actually one of my picks of the week. I uh, don't know if you guys remember that. I do playing remember. talking about. playing on Xbox One, and it's kind of a... Uh, it's first and third person. It swaps at different times, but you're in space. You're trying to basically... Uh, but the Earth's run out of resources. They've set up this special thing on the Moon where they collect hydrogen or something, or something like that. I can't remember now what it is. Or helium, hydrogen. I can't remember. They're collecting an energy source, which then transmitting down to earth using a sort of this special microwave beam and then one day the beam cuts off so earth starts losing its resources again and they send up um, some people to try and find out what happened up there like to the colony up there because so they've lost all communication with them the first people disappear like they've gone off the radar and they've got one last attempt they send you, one person you up in a rocket up to the space station me what
1: the hell i want
0: to be the guy uh and you've got to go to the space station and then onto the moon to sort of discover what's happened to the space station and the moon occupants and stuff. And there's there's elements it's kind of a bit like portal in there's no actual bad guys in it, but there's elements of danger, like there's certain things that can kill you or what have you. And it's a bit of a puzzle game. So it's like
1: the environment, it can be, you know, yes. deadly essentially.
0: Exactly. And it's very atmospheric and stuff, and there's element there's parts of which I just thought there's some it's a it turns out it's actually a Kickstarter game. Because uh, I didn't realize this at the time, and it's, it's sort of like a small indie development studio, a Kickstarter But it looks gorgeous. It really feels like you're in space at times. There's, there's elements of zero gravity, which really feel like you're in space. Um, and yeah, so anyway, I finished playing it uh, just the other day Um uh, loved it. Thought the ending was really good. Um, there, there could be a sequel. I have no idea. Um, probably. I don't know, well, they've opened it up. Like in theory, there could be a sequel. But the ending they had it on it, well, I thought, was pretty decent. Um, but the the thing about it was. I finished the game without even turning on my Xbox or my PC to play it. A twist. I know what he um, did. What did I do, Chris? What did I do?
1: <laughs> did you play it on your phone?
0: I did play it on my phone. Using Listeners, Project you, uh, you can probably hear
2: how heavily I rolled my eyes
0: right now. But that's <point>. So I tested the streaming thing on my phone with the Xbox streaming from my Xbox to my phone, which has worked pretty w- well. But they—I don't know if it's—I assume it's been launched in America. It might be launched earlier, but in Europe, they've now launched the beta for the actual cloud service for the Xbox. So I was literally streaming from the cloud, not my Xbox, not my PC, and it worked brilliantly. And I finished the game playing it, and I was just like, that was really cool. And it's just nice to be able to turn on my phone, go to the Xbox app play an xbox game like a full how, how, console
1: like um how's the frame rate like with the streaming and stuff do you feel like you get you get frame drops or or there's like you know bad stuff that there, happens or anything
0: there's once or twice where it did get a bit of a frame drop and the screen went a bit blurry and pixelated but literally once or twice it happened when i was doing it i was playing it for about three hours um on my phone so i think i feel like it was i felt like it was really good um, and i was connected to my home wi-fi uh i don't it could be it might be better or worse on 4g or 5g whatever you've got on your phone so i don't know but it, it worked really well i didn't feel any lag in actual controls which was like the main thing i think um because even though it's kind of a puzzly kind of game there are elements where you do have to try and do things like quite quickly and stuff like a uh, speed like speed like solve puzzles in a fast way um so yeah as. Really Word. good, um, but the, the the game itself, I think anyone should just try and play it. It's on Game Pass right now. Check it out. Okay.
2: Um, if you have got it, mm-hmm. were you using a controller or were you using a touch? I was. The touch. Okay, so yep, You've I completely I nullified your experience because <laughs> well, I can't I play think, games like this.
0: I don't think I can't you can do this. You, yeah, I don't think you can use touchscreen on. Oh, really? On, okay. they, on the streaming service. Good. It, thank God. In fact, it, I, you definitely God. can't because it, when you turn it on, like when you start the app, it says connect your controller now and there's no oh. option. Basically, if you don't connect your controller, you can't play it. Okay. Um, I'm
1: glad they're doing yeah. that. And that probably yeah. took some balls for for that decision because I guarantee you that was probably a contentious decision within Microsoft mm. because you're by far limiting the amount of people who are going to be able to play that that game and who are willing to because now when you're going out and going somewhere you have to take your phone you have to take your controller maybe a clip that you want to you know clip on and everything so it becomes a lot more cumbersome but you're preserving the gameplay experience as the developer intended to your audience which i think is the right way to do it but i guarantee you that was probably a tough decision to make
0: yeah i i I imagine it would be but i think they've done it they've done it right because i hate especially like there's, there's some games on the mobile phone which work fine with touchscreen, but most games, most proper console games or PC games just don't not work.
2: I mean, oh, come on. I'm sure, I'm sure when they announce that, too, the developers are like, thank God we don't want to try to make this game work with touch controls.
0: <laughs> yeah, because I think that's the thing. It's it's so that basically any any game on Xbox or PC, like um, using the Xbox service, will work on this, basically. So they don't have to have legacy controls or you know implement all of that nonsense. So... Yeah, I think it's easier all round and it's yeah. better experience for the player in the end. So it's brilliant. Um, there was one other movie I watched, but I'll, I'll save that for next week because uh, it's more of a sleeper hit than I thought of. Uh, but anyway, yeah, so that will, I guess I'll wrap up our intros for this week. And moving on. Do we have any feedback, Scotty?
2: Uh, we do. Um, this is the Ooh. feedback uh, forum. <laughs> uh, we got um some feedback from ichabod brain who said to chris specifically bro stream seventh Whoa. cross nope yeah seventh cross evolution that game always fascinated me from afar i'm going to burn it and try it out uh oh, Ooh, whoops we, we, well, we don't support burning, so. burning of cdr IDO, iso cmo GDC, GIs um
1: <laughs> was that from um was that from our last podcast or was that from one of our streams graham because we were talking about seven across at some point recently it, was, it definitely was yeah, not episode
2: 51 it. feedback because episode 51 was the dreamcast aftermath the marathon right. aftermath.
1: that's why i was kind of confused where this came from i thought we were watching
0: we, we were definitely playing we were definitely streaming or wait broadcast. that was the, no was that times.
1: was 50 that's what it was it was last episode uh, okay. uh before is episode 50 because we were talking about the weirdest dreamcast games that we always wanted to play or something like that yeah and we started okay. talking about Santa cross evolution yeah. i would love to stream this at some point graham i think this would be a fun one maybe that we could do in a few weeks where we do our our friday mm-hmm. stream and i could play it and you could kind of tell me about it because you i think yep. you played it before right
0: i have i have played it i've not got too far in it i must admit because uh it's surprisingly tricky, um, but yeah, it's really interesting, really fascinating, really bizarre. Uh, <laughs> definitely worth trying to pick up. I've got the Japanese version, but it works basically. Uh, I think you need like a, a small. You might need a small guide for some of the menus, but a lot of it is in English, from what I remember. Uh, it's been a while since I've played it now, but yeah, really
1: good. Yeah, I definitely wanted to, to try that out. I've never really played it before, but I have yeah. watched some gameplay videos, so I'm I'm familiar with some of the mechanics and stuff. And I actually watched this like uh, a couple different endings to the game. Oh yeah, and there are some bizarre endings in this game. Like there's this one, I guess there's multiple endings that depending on the different paths that you take and choices, and ultimately like what you end up evolving as. And there was this one ending I saw where it's uh, looks like ca- a caveman and woman and they're running around this island and he ends up having to fight like a woolly mammoth or something. He kills the woolly mammoth and the game ends and it's like him and his cave wife, I guess, cave woman wife, like next to him, like kind of leaning on him and they're just cooking like a giant piece of meat on a bone (laughs) that (laughs) looks like something from like the Flintstones or something. You know that like cartoony giant like rib that's on a bone or something? It looked like that, just kind of turning on a fire. It's just them, but it's also keep in mind it's like dreamcast level graphics so their eyes look like kind of a little bugged out and just weird <laughs> emotions on their face and they're all just kind of like moving all weird it was so bizarre so i think this is a really fun it, it could be a really fun stream game to stream
0: yeah i think definitely yeah it could be a it could be interesting to stream. i'll have to see where it goes. and i think it'd be interesting one year maybe scotty just showing off even for like 10 oh, 15 <laughs> minutes on, the, on the marathon because it's just the one that's really oh, bizarre things okay. think people would just be like, "What the hell is this?" especially um, if
1: we could find an area in the game and like maybe start to save there you where mean, you're not yeah, having yeah. to go through the early portion, but you're like right in and it's just like yeah. maybe you're a human with giant crab arms or and like you know like insect legs just running around that yeah. could make me be pretty funny, oh, I would right? imagine
2: yeah. Yeah, the Definitely. um, yeah. there's been marathons, early marathons, where we tried to do JRPGs, and that just does not work. The, it's starting them out anyway, yeah, if you load up mm. and save, which is what we did with Shenmue 2, but someone couldn't mm. be bothered to watch it, because we played the duck race, Chris. Yeah,
0: Chris, for <laughs> half an hour.
1: I did, I, I, I came in like two or three separate times um, that I watched <laughs> the stream. Um, one late at best night, best. one early in the morning, it was it just so happened that like I, I got up like 6.30 to walk the dog. I'm out letting the dog pee, and I t- open the stream, and it's like 15 minutes until the stream ends or something. And it's like the marathon's over. So
2: oh, that's cool. my life. Worst part for me, but the best part for the audience because yeah,
1: it was good. It yeah, was good. quick
2: recap, everybody. You got to go. Well, we talked about it in last week's episode, but nothing worked. And I basically, for the last half hour of Pole Caliber, used one webcam to film the game and me using fishing rods, T Rex mask, and all. You got to go back and watch that and <laughs> uh, listen brilliant. to Corey Graham and I talk about it. Oh man, it, it's sometimes you well you get the most creative when you have the least amount of resources that's the best way to sum that up
0: <laughs> totally totally so, so
2: we kind of lived to the finish line rather than you finished. yeah yeah that and was, you oh i was gonna say
1: and you you broke the record you guys broke the record for how much money we've raised um again? towards actual life which i i was super impressed by congrats again
2: Thanks. Yeah, uh, we raised $1,430, I think, is what the total is right now. Yep. Wow. But we still have time to hit that $1,500 mark, which would be really cool. Um, yeah, so I don't want to take too much time about that, because the marathon was great, but we did have a whole episode dedicated to the recovery of it. Um, and, no, one of my favorite moments was the, shen- the duck. You should go back and at least watch that half hour, Chris. I'll, I'll do that. Because everybody that sure. was like, yeah. what's going on? It was a number- another, <laughs> another WTF moment for the... For the marathon
0: oh, so also ill bleed watch the ill bleed one i'll say that as well i thought that was so entertaining to watch that was so was good was that
1: was it um how different was it from last year's ill bleed
0: was well it... they um so cory was was it cory playing it
2: I forgot yeah who was Corey's playing, playing anti chris was using a game fac.
0: yeah so uh, yeah anti chris was helping guide him through the level and they did we they finished the level the first level in what the one hour slot that we had it on and it was really mm. entertaining so we got further than we did last year uh, and it was well worth it. it so like, especially yeah. towards the end of that. It's, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, did take a, I
2: took a screen cap of the chat at one point because it was literally, what the fuck, dude, what the fuck? What the fuck is this game? Dude, Erica, what the fuck are you doing? What are we playing? Like <laughs> <laughs> so good. That's pretty good. Pretty right, good. Yes. Um, And then go back to the feedback forum here. Anti Chris says blue light glasses are the shit. I've been using them for the last year and I love them. Special note, make Graham show his fancy blue
0: light glasses i'm wearing them I'm... right now buddy okay. yeah <laughs> <laughs> whoa can you tell whoa. us a little bit more about your
1: glasses graham
0: so yeah these are blue light glasses everyone like at work <laughs> every zoom calls at work everyone thinks i'm wearing sunglasses inside like with my curtains shut and stuff and they're like why are you wearing sunglasses they're not sunglasses they are these are my uh computer or gaming glasses as they actually were advertised on the website yeah. um they have an amber filter on them. You can get different variants of them. You can get ones which are actually completely clear, ones which have a slight tint on them. And these are the Amber Max. Um, But the Amber Max actually block out 98% of all blue light. So that's the kind of harmful light that actually kind of activates your brain and stuff. So if you're using a phone late at night or watching TV late at night, they suggest not to do that because it actually disrupts your sleep because the blue light on the TV or basically any device, modern device with a screen other than a Kindle uses yeah. blue light. Um so yeah, uh, it also reduces eye strain as well. Um and I've re- I've actually genuinely noticed since I've been wearing them for the last like uh, two or three weeks now, really actually helped. So I'm feeling a bit more rested when I go to bed and hmm. uh yeah, just my eyes don't hurt so much. Like because I because I'm on my computer const like back when I was in the office, I could like be on my computer for a bit and if I need to go and speak to someone, I could walk away from my computer, you know, have ten minutes away from my computer, come back again, great. But now all my meetings are in Zoom. I'm on my computer for, like, at least, at least eight hours a day, right. like, constantly. My eyes were really starting to hurt. And I actually started getting, um, like... It's almost like I was getting, like, an eye infection, like, almost every week. And I think it was just when my eyes just being so tired and just drained. And as soon as I started wearing these, it stopped it. Like, I'd never had an eye infection in my life. And it suddenly got, like, two in the space of two weeks. And it's mm-hmm. like, god damn it. Um. So, yeah, um... It just it just was a lot better. So you can get different ones which don't look so much like sunglasses. Oh, in fact, wait, hold it right there.
2: <laughs> I mean, Andy looked like Bono, so it's or Bono, I said, oh my god, Bono, Bono, Jesus Christ. I'm sure he gets that all the time. Oh, uh, probably.
0: Yes, Mr. Bono. Um, so this is, I've actually it. got two god pairs. <laughs> this is another pair which are a bit more. They look almost yellow.
1: Yeah, you look like you can yeah. go to the shooting range. on the those.
0: Exactly. So that, this is another style you can get, which um, these ones block out 65% of the light or something. Uh-huh. And you get the clear ones, which only block about 30% or something. So depending if you want how normal you want to look on a day-to-day basis, depends on like what you get blocked out. Um, I so want to get I'd a
1: be... pair of blue filters that only allow in blue light.
0: So
1: what's that, <laughs> that going to be my eyes?
0: By the way, yeah,
2: uh, so that's... Amber Max is going to be the name of my firstborn.
0: Yeah,
1: what is that? <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: Amber <laughs> Max <laughs> power. Well, I think that's the name of the show. Surely, Amber Max is going to be the name of my firstborn.
2: Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are cool. Uh, I have pretty. seen those. I have. Um, I, uh, I. I try to follow along with these. These incentives for well-being stuff for work to get like bonus money essentially and one of the things it does talk about is don't look at your phone don't look at a tv we actually since moving here took the tv out of the bedroom um and Mm -hmm. that's also why i've started reading more before i go to bed but that's it all that stuff's true it's it just wakes you right back up you don't realize it yeah exactly
0: yeah so yeah i guess that does it for the feedback doesn't it Um, uh yeah so without further ado Let's move on to Scotty Moe's Mail Sack of Wonder. It's back, baby.
2: That's Someday I'll get this down the first time. It doesn't. You know, but that's right. You guessed it. The mail sack is back. So let's transition right into it. Okay. And... Uh, Cyber, uh, this is on Twitter for Cybersonic8472 asks, what do you guys think of all the new Dreamcast stands coming out? Uh, That's S-T-A-N-D-S not stands like the other thing that the kids say. A lot of pricey options. Uh, What one do you think will be best for the Sega fans? I don't know what he's talking about. Um, Do you guys have that Kickstarter or you said it's on a Kickstarter or something?
1: So, uh, I've... I've been seeing a Kickstarter going on, but it's more for, like, retro game stands, like, as a whole. Um, it, and a lot of it seems like it's more based for cartridges and things like that. Um, I I don't know if I've seen one specifically for Dreamcast stands. Have you seen any, Graham?
0: I no, I, I know of the one for the these stands that you can put your loose cartridges on so they sort of stack up so you can put them on the shelves. So it's almost like they're in a computer game store that you can easily see the labels. But I've not seen one for the Dreamcast. Like these are more for Mega Drive, Genesis, Super Nintendo cartridges. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually not sure on this one. I don't know.
2: Uh... Yeah, I wish he had. I wish they had added a link to something. Unless I did find these controller stands that I'll toss to you yeah. guys real quick. I don't know if that's what he's talking about because also it um doesn't tell me. Oh, these are like thirteen mm. bucks each, but it's something it's a c it's a clear stand that you lay your controller on uh I'm not sure if that's what they're referring to um the cartridge stands if, if you have a three d printer anyone can make those cartridge display stands if that's what they're talking about um I don't know. I don't know. Unfortunately, we're not sure what you're talking about, so maybe we could comment on it next episode or something.
1: Yeah, Rose Colored Gaming does a lot of, like, different stands and just lots of cool accessories I think that they make themselves. Um, So I wouldn't be surprised if that's where he got them. That's where the Dreamcast controller stand you you linked to, Scotty. I just saw that. Yeah. Um, Uh, So it may be something coming from
2: there. There's also protective boxes for games, like the plastic... um, they call them coffin game cases, but you know, for cardboard and stuff, is a oh, it's like twelve bucks per thing. So I wonder if this is maybe what they're referring to. Maybe. Um, I will give a I very generic yeah. answer and say it might be great for some, it might not be practical for others, space-wise and financially.
0: Yeah, but the um, the cartridge, the cartridge stands, which I've seen a Kickstarter for recently, um, that think... is something. Oh, I was going to say, to Scotty, that is something that when we came when we came to your house last year for the marathon, and we went to um, Warp Zone.
2: Yeah,
0: they had they had those cartridge stands there, and I was like, "Oh my god, where'd you get this from?" They said that they free three D printed them themselves. I was like, "Would you sell them?" I would love to buy some of these. And they they gave me a price, and they sort of said well, they haven't really mass produced them, so it, it costs this much. It's a bit too much for what they were. Oh, probably. Um, yeah. I was thinking, if they made those and sold them in the shop. That would be amazing. And now a Kickstarter is coming along that's basically doing that. I'm like, oh, yeah. they missed out. They could have been a year ahead, basically. I like, actually reached out to
2: Carrie, the owner of Warp Zone, and I linked him to this. I'm like, dude, someone's making money off of the thing you just do in the store. And like, because Carrie's cool and everything. So if you were, like, if I walked in and said, like, do you have any of those, they might be like, I mean, I can throw it in if you're buying something, you know, throw you in a, in a, in a, I think because one held like five or six or something cartridges. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but he's like, I, I should. I, I sent him a link to that. I'm like, I'm so pissed. You guys could be making this guy is definitely overcharging for this stuff. And it's like, I mean, we found a free blueprint of it online, so we're not too bent out of shape. Don't like go trash talking him or anything. I'm like. All right, just trying to look out for you, <laughs> you know. But yeah,
0: but they, I feel like they could easily sell that in store because you know Retro yeah. Game is coming in there, picking up a loose game or just seeing that, be like, oh, I've got loose games. I want, I want this. Yeah, it's kind so of. So I'm yeah, going to say
1: this: I think that he's not even talking about a a literal Dreamcast stand. I think he's referring not. to the current new consoles coming out as the Dreamcast stands. <laughs> because you guys remember that old UK Resistance? Oh, God, um, yeah. That thing that they put on about like, oh, there's a new Dreamcast stand coming out only 299 pounds and it was a PS2. Uh,
0: yes. I think uh, this yes.
1: is what he's talking about.
0: <laughs> uh, the, the
1: PS5 and the Xbox One Series X are the new Dreamcast stands. We just got got.
0: We, uh,
2: we, we got got. So here's the music for that. Wrong way. That's us. <laughs> I don't know if you guys could even hear uh, that. That's me trying to be funny. If
0: that, if that is what he's talking about, who <laughs> Yeah, because yeah. I actually just did see the that UK Resistance image when I googled drink our stands, what, and I just didn't even think about that. Yes, sir. Got to do it. I, uh, I feel actually like the get Xbox into that. Xbox would be the better stand. That's a bit flatter, but anyway.
2: Sorry. If you Carry don't want on. it to work properly, because you're setting it on top of the fan. <laughs> <laughs> True.
1: Imagine trying to sit anything on the new on the PS five. Like the thing is just like it it's shaped like a towel, like on a towel it. rack or something yeah, like that. Just like, the top it's, of it is. it's oblong and it doesn't even like it doesn't even look like it sits like horizontally flat. And right. just imagine if you put anything on it. It's just gonna fall off and
2: uh, I don't know. I don't uh good one. Good one, <laughs> Cybersonic. Uh in the Discord though, Tornado Jones. Um, says that LBD, uh, that's um member of our MegaVision staff, LBD brought up a good point about the Super Mario 3D All-Stars release and how 3D Sonic fans want something like this. Do you think a th- Sonic 3D All-Stars would sell, and what three games would you want in it? Mine would be Ooh. Sonic Adventure 2, Sonic Colors, and Sonic Generations. Uh, I'll answer Ooh. the first question. Hell yeah, would sell. Are you kidding me? Um, they could put Sonic 3D Blast on there three times, and it would sell just because it's Sonic. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I don't know what three, because I actually didn't, unfortunately, I didn't think about this question, even though I did read it days ago. Um, Graham, do you have your, sorry, you're drinking. Chris, do you have your top three 3D Sonic games you'd throw in this?
1: I like his list, actually. I think it's pretty good, Um, but I w- would swap out a couple. I would go, I think, some, maybe Sonic Adventure 1 over 2. And yeah. instead of Sonic colors, I'm gonna go with Lost World. Um mm. I, I think that is a very uh, uh you know, I just I don't think people gave it its its due. Um I I like that game. Um and Sonic Generations I love, so I'd keep that there.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. See I would have Sonic Adventure One, I would have I would also have Sonic Lost World, and it has Sonic Colors. Um I feel Sonic Lost World is underappreciated. I think I think it did a lot of stick for, and I think it's actually quite a solid game. And I'm annoyed that Sega hasn't actually tried to re like do another Sonic game with that kind of style because I think it could really work out. But I think for what it is, it's actually a pretty fun game. Sonic Colors is out of the modern post Dreamcast Sonic games, is my probably my favourite Sonic game. And I just like Sonic Adventure One. I prefer it to Sonic Adventure two. Um I if if they could somehow redo Sonic 2006, like make it less janky, I think I would quite like to see that. But, you know, not everyone else would. So I think those would be mine.
2: I don't. Yeah, I'm not sure. I, the most ambitious thing, I'd say put out a storybook thing and put out. But I hate Sonic and the fire. <laughs> what is it? Sonic and the Secret Rings. I um, almost oh. said Sonic and the Ring of Fire. Ooh. That's not it at all. Um, <laughs> that's a bad game. Sonic and the Black Knight, I heard it's not great, but I haven't played it. But oh, I, I would that's agree. That's the worst.
0: Yeah. If you think um, Secret Rings is bad, uh, Black Knight is way worse. Oh, yeah, God. That fucking I, game.
2: Yeah. That could be a whole other podcast, honestly. um, I think I would like to have Sonic Colors in there because I never mm-hmm. did play all the way through that, but I've heard that is the Wii Sonic game to get. Um, I feel like all the Wii Sonic games people missed out on, unfortunately, like that should have enjoyed them. But yeah, it would, I think it would have to be the first Sonic Adventure, even though that game's been re-released on everything. Um, I don't know that they could narrow yeah, the, Okay. There's no way they can narrow it down to three and at all come close to making everyone happy. Um, so I would say Sonic Adventure 1, Sonic Colors Generations I don't think makes sense to have on a collection, even though that is a really good game, but Generations is kind of already a collection, so that's almost like saying put Sonic Jam in here or something. Um, So, I would... I I don't know. Shit.
0: Another Um, one I'd possibly throw out there would be Sonic Heroes, because I think that was also underappreciated.
2: Yeah, you know what? I enjoyed Sonic Heroes. Do Sonic Adventure 1, Sonic Colors, and Sonic
0: Heroes... There you mm-hmm. go. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> or that's, or uh... what about if you chucked in a racing game like Sonic Riders Zero Gravity? What? Oh, you can do. Oh. I mean,
1: at that point that, I mean, at the, if you started, racing you know, we can't even do that. Like, we can't do yeah. that because then that starts bringing in like Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transformed and stuff yeah. like that. You start getting no, no, in these racing. weird yeah. games. You got to keep it a mainline Sonic games, okay. I think. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. Or else at that, there's just too much craziness
2: going on you know if they you keep got how, line somewhere, Grant. Yeah, if they keep with how like the Gems collection and the Mega Plus collection had unlockable stuff, if you do it, yeah, if you do like Sonic Adventure 1, Sonic Colors and Sonic what the hell do we say, Heroes, then have unlockable like the Sonic Rivals PSP games or something that no one's played. <laughs> oh,
0: God, that that game is also quite nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cuz I was just yeah. thinking
2: on par with the Game cool. Gear games, you know. Yeah. That's fair enough so yeah um,
0: i guess i guess that answers the question to an so good yeah that's a good
2: uh that's a good question um so with that we're gonna okay yeah i got it have you have you muted yourself i I muted myself so now (laughs) we're gonna
0: close the mail stack up
2: (laughs) turn the page
0: beautiful cool and with that i think we'll take a quick quick break and we'll be right back with uh, our picks of the week.
2: Yeah, right sweet. on.
1: I want to let you guys know that Megavisions has a Patreon at www.patreon.com slash megavisions and when you're there you can choose to uh, get either a physical or digital issue of the magazine. Uh, we ship Uh, worldwide so you can get one wherever you live and if you subscribe to the physical edition you automatically receive the digital issue uh, as well and we only charge your account when we're actually ready to ship an issue so you don't have to worry about getting uh, random charges that you don't understand why they're coming your way we are uh, very clear and we let everyone know uh, like the weeks leading up to when we're actually going to charge everyone's account so uh anyway please go check it out uh like i said it's uh slash megavisions I made sure to cook it just like um, that lady on the YouTube video said, Grandma. Prepare my coffee <laughs> or my tea, I'm sorry. <coughs> you first, what? Um, I think.
2: Actually, he was making get... coffee and somehow it turned into tea because he did it the right way.
1: Well, what <laughs> I did is
2: I got water. British Jesus Christ.
1: I got water put in the microwave for about two and a half minutes. And then I dabbed the tea bag in there a few times and I poured the milk in. <laughs> That's right about how we do it, right, Graham? Real English
2: sure. tea. Sure. Is that yes. what happens in the New Testament of the uh, uh, the United Kingdom Bible? Um, <laughs> Jesus turns water into tea. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's what I hear anyway. Uh, Word on the street is no, no comment
0: at all. <laughs> nope. 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 <laughs> and uh, uh, welcome back we're now moving on to our picks of the week I'm and uh let's uh let's kick it off with chris i guess uh because you're first on the list of my documents so
1: chris oh uh, really that's uh, really? yeah, fine
0: um <laughs> 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 i no, i, look, I scotty go scotty. Right. okay all right great <laughs> yeah, so talking about wait who's what
2: <laughs> should we start this whole section okay
1: I've been banished. <laughs> Go ahead, Scotty. Graham doesn't want me to talk right now.
2: That's fine. Um, <laughs> so I've been I've, talking. I've been talking to... This is
0: just a mess. Sorry. It's like... I like it.
2: Comic no, books, comic books, comic books, comic books. I've been reading <laughs> comic books. This right. is called Heavy Vinyl. Ah. What? I, can I just start again? Because that's terrible. It's frozen. Everything's frozen on my end now. The chaos has killed my internet.
0: Scott and Scotty, would you like to kick it off with... Your pick of the week. Comic books. I've been reading
2: comic books and I would like to recommend a brand new series called Heavy Vinyl. I'm sorry, the microphone is right here, so I have to like extend whatever is happening in front of the camera. Um, but it's a cool, uh, it's, it's, and what I, I added in the notes here. Why don't you just read your dumb notes, you idiot? Um, it's an all girls record store fight club, essentially. Wow. Um, it's brand new, it's actually funny. Uh, if anybody remembers the movie Empire Records, it's like that, but with fun, tolerable characters. Uh, oh, <laughs> I say okay. that I say that because Rachel and I, she showed me that she bought this, and I was like, "Oh, we gotta watch Empire Records before you read that, because like Empire Records is a is a great movie." We watched it. The characters in that movie all suck. Uh, it didn't age well. It's
1: funny you say that. Jamie and I watched that um, within the past year, and I agree. Like, they are all pretty annoying. I think what it is, is just as we grow up, we now start to identify with, like, the parents of the movie and all this other <laughs> stuff, whereas, like, the kids, the kids in those movies that we thought were awesome, we're like, these are little shitheads. Like, yeah. these are bad kids.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I, I watched
1: also... Free Willy not too long ago, and that kid in Free Willy, I loved him when I was a kid. Right. such an asshole such a complete asshole <laughs> no.
2: i also realized wow. like um you can't see on the cover but uh it's it, there there is and you can't actually you can't tell i believe she's puerto rican but there's an african american girl and then two white chicks um but uh when i saw this cover after we watched empire records i was like Wow, honey, I'm sorry. And also that staff is like just like all generic white people too. <laughs> in in the movie, in Empire Records. Like there's yeah. no diversity in the cast at all. Um but uh no, Heavy Vinyl is cool. Um this is a trade paperback of like three issues or something. The art's fun, the uh it it like I don't know. It's just a good time. It's it's funny, it's cool, it's very chill. Um it's kind of it has like slightly fight stuff each in other there, too. Um, I can't really say much without giving away spoilers, but they all work in a record store and they all get into physical fisticuffs at some point.
1: Kerfluffles. Yeah. I wonder if they try to beat Mm. each other's record.
0: I gotta gotta go. Come on. (laughs) (laughs) That's it. (laughs) Oh.
2: uh heavy vinyl check it out though it's brand new um i don't know what oh by boombox i don't know that i don't i i've never known comic production companies, publishers so... or
1: whatever
2: yeah uh, uh they have like you can see in here like they have um references to other record covers and stuff like that but with the girls thrown on and everything so
0: uh, okay that's quite cool. yeah it's cool
2: it's fun it's lighthearted, but a good time heavy excellent vinyl. excellent
0: Cool. Uh I'll go next. I'm going to leave Crystal last. Uh so uh so well in fact this is very something very exciting for Chris. The most exciting thing he's going to see all year. So Chris just for you buddy because I know you love it. I bought the Super Mario 3D All Stars collection. Woo. Shoot. So I got My this Mario this week. And it is now my pick of the week. So even though I am more of a Sega fan, I do love... Well, the only re- real reason I actually bought this was for Super Mario 64, because I've said it on the show before, I still today think that it's probably my favorite 3D platformer of all time. And it's like basically the original one. Um, it's fine to be wrong, uh, it's okay. <laughs> I love some other ones. I love Spyro. I love Banjo-Kazooie. I think those are great games. But something about Super Mario 64 I've just loved. It's stuck with me. Um... When I first played Super Mario Sunshine, I was really disappointed to the point that I, I think, did I, sell? I might have even sold that game. I very rarely sell games. Um, I think I've picked it up recently, though. I don't think I have my GameCube collection on the shelf, which is what I'm looking at off, off screen. Um, and then Super Mario Galaxy, I remember loving back in the day when it first came out. I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. This is so cool. And so, yeah, I've been playing this for the last few days or the last couple of days. I think it only came out on Friday over here. Um, mm-hmm. I think it's a really good game. I mean, the it's aged in that the graphics aren't as smooth as the other ones and the, the worlds that you're in are a little bit smaller. Well, they but I think the actual gameplay is like
2: updated though, from what I understand. I, I picked yeah, it up too, I haven't but, played it at all yet though.
0: Okay, so there's there's basically no updates in this. I think the graphics might be just a tiny bit sharper on Mario sixty four, like just the edges of things. But otherwise there's no updates to it. Um Mario Galaxy's had a slight update to the controls because it was originally a Wii game. Oh, that's right. So um, they've enabled touch, so basically, if you've got a, a Nintendo Switch Lite or you want to play in handheld mode, you've got you can t- use the touch screen to do some of the elements that were um, Wii Wii controlled, like you like you grab onto stars that sort of, sort of pull you in the air. If you play the game, you'll know what I'm talking about. Um, like you can grab onto stars that will pull you in the air, but instead you can basically tap the screen to lock onto them because normally you have the Wii remote that you actually flick around. But you can actually use if you take take The controls out of like the normal Switch, um, you the can Joy-Cons. use like a Wii, yeah. The virtual cons, um, Joy Cons, whatever sense. they're called, I can't remember what they're called, but yeah, they um, you can actually use them like a Wiimote, so you can still use the Wii controllers, but if you've got a Switch Lite, you have to use the Handheld mode, obviously. Um, well, I guess you can use Joy-Cons on the Switch like, but it's, it's going to be playing on a tiny screen. Do you
1: remember on- how on. shitty it was trying to play the Wii back in the day? You'd have the like, little nunchuck thing. You'd have a wand yeah. in one hand, <laughs> and the little egg with the analog thing on your other, and just, it was so stupid.
0: Yeah. Um, but playing it playing it on the big screen, you kind of have to have the joy Cons, sort of like in Wii mode, yeah. really, because um, uh, it's just that little bit easier. But if you've got it in handheld mode, it's fine. Because, yeah, basically... If you've got it on the big screen, you can't do all the controls in the game. If that makes sense, because you don't have the touchscreen function anymore because it's plugged onto the big TV. So you have to have in Joy-Con mode. If that makes sense.
2: Good thinking. Like it, you I can't, know. you
0: can't, you can't use, you can't use it in, like you can't use like a Wii Pro controller, whatever. No. I don't know. Tr- you can't. Can Trying to come out now? No, you can It wouldn't work because you don't have that.
2: Wait, no. But I, what I'm asking is, are you not able to? Actually, use a pro controller playing Galaxy.
0: Uh, I haven't actually tried because I don't actually have a pro controller, but okay. my understanding is you wouldn't because you either have to have the touch screen or the motion control to actually play the game. Mm, if that makes sense.
2: It does, unfortunately. So, have,
0: so if you've got a handheld mode, you can play it using touch screen. If it's out of a handheld mode, you have to have your Joy Cons using the motion control on that. Interesting. Uh, but it works really well. I really liked it. Um, I will say one thing: Mario Galaxy. I'm not enjoying as much as I used to. I think oh, it's no. not actually that great a game. Uh, I think Sonic Lost World is better. Uh-oh. Well, I said it. Um, no, I just, I don't know. I There's something about it. I just think it's not as enjoyable. I think the missions and stuff you're doing aren't as good. Like the, the, the objectives and stuff just aren't as much fun. Yes, it's kind of unique and cool and interesting and quirky. And the graphics look amazing. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, so far, not enjoying it as much. I'll keep playing it and see how it goes. Mario Sunshine, I like more than I remember. I've been playing that I'm like I'm enjoying this now. I'm like, this is actually okay, you know. Uh and for a Wii, I always forget, like like GameCube and Wii, they actually could actually do pretty decent graphics. Um so like Mario Sunshine, it looks really good. Mario 64 though, still my favorite. Uh, but yeah. Um one thing I wish they did do was add in Mario Galaxy 2 um as well, because I remember when that came out, uh when all the magazines before it came out, they were talking about how it's an add-on. It's like a Mario Galaxy. 0.5 lost basically levels. that like lost like you know, like the lost levels like Which adding in a few extra Mario levels All-Star. and stuff oh sorry hey uh-huh. um but uh, when it released i never played it so i never got it or anything never played it but i actually was looking up more about it and it turns out it's actually a whole different game so you've got all new levels Red. you can ride on yoshi um it's this is that it's kind of a similar storyline you know peach is trapped in space with bowser or whatever but yeah, apparently it's all complete new levels and stuff, and I think that would have been really cool to play because I don't think as many people probably pick that up as um, the first one. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I guess that's my thing. Check it out, especially if you haven't played Mario sixty four before. Try it out. That's sort of where three D platform gaming first started. Yeah. And yeah, Chris. I have two get it. questions. Oh.
2: Okay. Uh, one, I heard that Mario sixty four is not in widescreen. Is that correct?
0: That is correct. It's still in four by three. That's fucking uncalled
2: for. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry, but it is. There's no reason they can't do the work to stretch that out. Um, I forgot what else I was going to say.
0: Oh. But like, if a game's being developed in four by three, can, can they make it wider? Like without actually physically stretching things?
1: I, I think no, they could just open up percent. the field of view. I mean, you're working in a 3D environment, so you should be able to expand the camera. Perspective to, you know, whatever uh,
2: I don't know. display it's to weird me, I would me, imagine. C- when Sonic Adventure DX came out on Steam, they did not put it in widescreen. It's got those crappy looking blue, purplish borders, mm-hmm. but Sonic Adventure 2 is in widescreen, which I okay. don't understand at all. Interesting. Um, okay. <laughs> but Galaxy, it's unfortunate you don't like that as much because I remember, like Katamari Damacy galaxy mario galaxy one was another game where i just kept playing and didn't realize i was at the end and then suddenly the credits were rolling because if i remember correctly in galaxy one you don't have to play the levels in any order like i somehow saw credits before actually defeating bowser in that game um there's some weird how way the can hell
0: unlock. did you do that
2: there's some weird way <laughs> you unlock different levels and you don't have to, i don't know i just remember you don't have to play things in order in galaxy
0: well, that's that's kind of like Mario 64 as well, in theory. Like, it's, the yeah. first few levels, you do have to play in order because they're locked to how many stars or whatever right. you've got um, right, to right. unlock those levels. But when you unlock enough, you can start going to different levels. Like, I was playing Mario 64, and I was doing it out of order. So I did the first level basically just to get out of the way, and then I didn't even touch the second level. I did one of the missions on the third level, and then I was, like, doing, like, the fifth or sixth level or something. Um, but yeah. some of them aren't really – like, I think there's, there's three levels which you use, you basically there's one star door. You use a certain amount of stars, and then there's three levels you get access to. So those aren't even in any order. Um, so yeah, I guess Mario Galaxy you can do it in that way. Uh, but the yeah. first couple of areas you do kind of have to do the first three levels in order before you start unlocking stuff properly. Um, but yeah, i will say one thing about Mario Galaxy: I am racking up the lives so easily in that game. That game it's so e- it's so much things. easier yeah, than the other that. ones. It's crazy.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. Like I. I think I'm on the, the fourth level and I've got 25 lives or something. Nice. Like, what, the fuck? <laughs> like, what is that? Um, but yeah. Oh, and Mario Sunshine's got the weirdest storyline. I forgot how strange that storyline is. <laughs> like, about, like, uh. the evil Shadow Mario's actually Bowser Jr., spoiler alert, um, and saying that Peach is his mum and stuff like that and uh, all this Ooh. nonsense. But yeah. Uh, cool. It would be nice if they added extra stuff in, but as it is, they, they, they bought the original games, and that's I can't mean like complain about very, that I guess
2: it's very minimal effort on Nintendo's part, but it is what people want, and they say that it's limited supply of it's only going to mm. be you're only going to be able to buy literally the physical and the digital version through march of twenty twenty one and yeah, I, I don't know bullshit. why this is blowing so many people's minds. That's so that they can release them individually and charge you probably $30 for each game, people. It's not, you know, no <laughs> shit. But
0: that's if, what they're going to do. If they do that, then okay, I guess. Like, that's, yeah. But if they just that's take, can't, take, it, take it away forever, I'll be like, games. that's so yeah. bullshit. It doesn't make sense. I
2: I- I'm not saying anyway. like Nintendo's the only greedy corporation in the world. I'm just saying it's sort of...
1: So yeah, you said yeah. they're only allowing it digitally until yeah. March as well. Yeah. Wow, yeah,
0: okay. Yeah. The collection so anyway, which
2: I'm sure that means they're going to put them out individually in some other way, Yeah, so probably. So I feel like I part of this collection was like, let's get something out that can be sold during the holidays for this holiday season because we don't have a new console or anything, you know?
1: Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, I don't necessarily fault them for that because this is supposed to be kind of like an anniversary collection that they're putting out in celebration. Um of you know the the anniversary so i i think it makes sense and going forward they're saying it's like we're not going to have this anniversary bundle in here forever this is in celebration so after you know this year is over we'll all have them digitally for purchasing separately but they're not going to be part of a bundle
0: what is the anniversary
2: 30 30, it's mario's
0: anniversary yeah oh okay so not 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 the anniversary of the actual 3d games just no. the Mar- anniversary of Mario. No, okay. I, I, the
2: the three D All Stars oh. isn't just for celebrating his birthday. They have a bunch of other crap going on for celebrating his birthday. They're doing that yeah. AR Mario Kart thing. They're doing Mario Kart thirty five, which is like Tetris ninety nine, but everybody plays through the first Mario against each other. Um, this was all in a Nintendo Mario thirty fifth.
0: Oh, I, okay. I don't watch those Nintendo Direct things. Uh. You should.
2: They're <laughs> honestly the best way to keep up with stuff because they're short, oh. the succinct of things and they're no more I, than, like, 20 minutes
0: I've watched Oh, I've watched a, well, a handful of them, and I'm just like, uh, I don't care. Basically, <laughs> Sorry. I <laughs> just, I don't care. Well, that's
2: a good way to tie <laughs> into the Nintendo next topic. Hat. Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> oh, man. Well, actually, Chris, sorry, buddy. What is your pick of the week?
1: Originally, I was going to be the first one to start this bit. Now I'm the last one, but that's okay. Uh, I've you been playing uh, Tells of Asperia, um, the definitive edition now this game came out like way back in the day. I think it was like 2008 or something mm-hmm. uh on the 360 and PS3. I never played it back then. Did you ever did you ever play that?
0: I think uh, there has a few Tales games weren't there. Um I think it was Tales of Vesperia. I started playing and I stopped after about 10 minutes cuz I did not enjoy it. Um, okay. Like maybe half an I hour. got out, it. Uh, got it, showing us. Uh, look at that. Um, oh, was there another one? I'm sure there's more than one. I
1: think there's a lot of Tales series. Uh, yeah, there's in ta-
2: there's game. at least one or two Tales games per system. I'm trying to find the oh,
0: Tales of Symphonia was the one I played. Sorry, not uh, Vesperia. Yeah. That's no, why yeah, I got yeah, Tales yeah. of
2: Vesperia. But also, you get to play as a goddamn dog in this game. Repeat, <laughs> or whatever his name is. It's not. Yeah, um, on him. he's a dog never... that smokes a pipe. Yeah, he's pretty cool and
1: uses like a knife to, when he fights and stuff. But um. Uh, so I've never played these games. This is the first Tales game I've ever played. i I basically have been in kind of an RPG kick over the past week or two. I've been playing some Time Stalkers on Dreamcast. Um and but I was I was on I, I had my switch. I was like, I want to find a game that I can kind of hang out at night, like before bed, you know, play a you know a chill RPG. So I started looking on the the eShop and the two that caught my eye were Nino Cooney which is on sale for like 15 bucks right now. And also tells of Vesperia, which is also on sale for $15 right now. So uh, you could get a pretty good deal for those. Um, like I said, going in, I had no idea what the, the games were about. Uh, but I will say there's a, a really heavy emphasis on anime-style cutscenes, and they're done really, really well. Uh, I don't know what the old version looks like on the Xbox 360 and the PS3, like how good the graphics look back then. But here on the Switch, like they look amazing. Like all the, the character designs, like I, I love the way the, the characters look. Um, they look unique, but still kind of in an anime aesthetic. Uh and it the the graphics are kind of a cell shaded look, but they complement the actual anime uh characters and design really well. Like they all look, you know, exactly kind of like what they look like What's... in the anime cutscenes and stuff. So it's really cool uh, from that perspective. The um the fighting system is is kind of like a real time combat, but it's it's it seems to be really basic in that you really at least in the early game i'm about five hours in uh you really only have like a a a hit button and then you have another button to use like a magic or skill um depending on the different like uh way you you know like you point your analog stick will do different spells Mm -hmm. or abilities and so it seems fairly basic but also it takes a lot of like trying to get used to it um, it's definitely not. I don't feel like it's it's really easy for for newcomers um, the battle system, but it does come with this DLC starter pack that I wanted to tell you about um, because it makes the game like ridiculous. Uh, I I'm only adding in like the the really over the top stuff. It has all sorts of items and spells and other things and that you can get for your character, but you can get three hundred thousand gold. You can unlock those, uh-huh. like, three or four different times with this starter pack. Then there are <clears throat> things to do, just auto-leveling. It, it can You get, like, five different auto-levels plus five levels. So from the very beginning of the game, you could just use these, and you're already, like, a level 40. And there's also two plus level 10s, and it raises for all your characters. And so, like, if you wanted, like, you could just use that right in the early game and you'd be like level 90 almost and you could just breeze through most oh, of the game so it's i don't like, know why like they anti, did that
2: it's like a an grinding pack <laughs> maybe
1: yeah because you're probably yeah i mean using that you don't even have to grind really um and so i did use a couple of the plus five levels and so my characters are like level 20 right now and then I stopped doing it because I was like, the, all the combat is just super easy. And I'm going to – <laughs> another crazy thing is because, like, as, if if you level up in order one by one, like, your characters gain new spells and skills. But mm-hmm. if you just go ahead and just do, like, two, like, plus, like, level five uh, item packs, so you're basically going up, like, ten levels. The next time you go into a battle, all your characters start unlocking these Things that would have unlocked each time, so it's just crazy in battle because there's just pop-up windows everywhere, and you have no idea what's going on. And the characters are using all these new abilities. Shit's going off like it looks like a damn like Fourth of July like party. <laughs> it's crazy, um, but I'm I'm liking the game so far. It's it's very kind of chill. It's exactly what I was looking for. Just something that uh, you can kind of just relax, and you're not having to. <clears throat> do like a ton of work in, you're not having to pay super super attention to it. I'm enjoying it. So uh Ooh. I don't know. What do you, what do you guys think? If if you ever I don't know if Scotty, if you said you played it much.
2: Um I didn't play this one that much. Uh I played through Tales of Symphonia. It's one of the few JRPGs I've actually finished. Uh and my one of my old roommates and I, we tried to play through Tales uh what is this one? Um the first tales of Zelia, I think. Um, and what I what I say or what I mean when I say we, because the battles are all co op. You can do up to four player. Oh, yeah, um, that's cool. In the battles, I don't know if you knew that, Chris, or if they might have taken that out. I hope not on the Switch version. But
1: I think tales it did. Is it is. It does support four players, and Ooh. so yeah, that I mean, kind of confused me. I'm like, I don't even know how that would work.
2: Yep, it's only in the battles because if people aren't sure, all the Tails games, and I'm I'm not a fan of turn-based battles. Those always bored me in JRPG or in RPGs in general. Um, the Tails games switch it up because you have essentially a closed-off area where you're fighting in real time. You can run around and hit an attack button, a spell button, uh heal button. Uh. I think you can assign things to buttons, if I remember correctly. But um so if I played it by myself, I'd be the tank essentially in my crew of four people, and I'd have someone far back doing like um uh projectile attacks and someone far back who's the healer of the crew and then another one maybe would be the melee guy to go in with me but if you but yeah you could play the the four player and everybody's running around in battles it's it's totally unfair but running around in battles like let's all attack this guy let's do this it it almost turns it into an mmo but couch co-op style but then when you're on the hub world it's just one person running around as the main party leader Guy. That would so be I, such I a cool
1: it. way of playing through an RPG with like yeah. A, yeah. like three other mm-hmm. people. Like, I would that's never a, have a thought of like doing that with an RPG, but that could be
2: pretty cool. Yeah, that's how. I uh, I uh, like I, I said, of, yeah. one of my roommates and I, we were playing. We tried to play through Zelia, but it turned into playing once a week to once a month to whenever we remembered we were playing this game. Still, <laughs> you just have to keep up with it because <laughs> okay. otherwise, it's a yeah. it's a JRPG. You're really gonna lose. Where you are and everything. So yeah, actually, that one, Zelia. I don't know if it was the first one, but it started quest logs in the Tales series where you can read the most recent one and it'll tell you where to go and stuff. But yeah, I always I like the Tales games because I wasn't a fan of um, turn based stuff. So
0: mm, that's pretty yeah. cool.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Awesome. Well, I guess that'll do it for picks of the week, and we're now moving on to our feature discussion.
2: What's up, guys? We are on Twitch three days a week, sometimes more, sometimes less. What is the internet? But if you go to twitch.tv backslash megavisions... Monday, mon- mm-hmm. Monday, Wednesdays, Thursdays. Uh, you will see us playing everything from Fantasy Star Online two to Anarchy Reigns on our Thursday night throwdowns, which we do also invite the community into. Uh, and we have coming up on there to be hosted on Twitch is the twenty four hour Dreamless Dreamcast marathon on September twelfth. Mark your calendars, but otherwise ch- check us out any day throughout the week. Keep an eye on Twitch.tv backslash Megavisions.
0: Uh, welcome back we're now moving on to our feature discussion of the week which is uh well coming off the back of the playstation 5 event that happened where they gave off um, some more of the games and the prices um we are going to discuss which company has done a better job leading up to the next console generation is it the playstation 5 or the xbox series x um so i guess we'll open up to the floor
2: Well, guys, I don't really have much to say about these, so I'm going to go get my buddy, Old Man Gamer. His friends call him OMG. Ha, hilarious. So I'll be back. I mean, he'll be back. See
0: you later.
1: (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, I guess we'll see uh, Scotty or Old Man Gamer here in a minute.
0: Yeah, I hope Scotty will come back later. But, uh, yeah, let's check out OMG. Omg! Uh, while uh, old man gamer is getting ready, uh, let's run down the prices. So, as we said, the PlayStation, Sony, announced the uh, the the price of the PlayStation. Xbox had already previously announced the prices. So, we're excited to see what it's going to cost. And it seems the PlayStation Five is comparable to the Xbox Series X price wise. So, both both of them uh, in in dollars is four hundred ninety nine dollars. In pounds they're both 449 pounds, and in euros they're both 499 euros. Um and then there's a slight difference though in the discless uh disk drive less versions. So the PS5 digital is 399 dollars or 359 pounds or 399 euros. The Xbox Series S, which is the discless this disc, the digital version of the Xbox, uh is 299 pounds two hundred and forty nine dollars. Uh, no wait two hundred and ninety nine dollars two hundred and forty nine pounds or two hundred and ninety nine euros um so the xbox series s the the digital only version is a uh, hundred pounds or a hundred dollars cheaper uh but the other the main the main events the big ones are the same price, which is pretty interesting i think um i mean do you have any opinions on that at all chris going
1: i think for the 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 like the the top tier models, i think it makes sense that you have the p s five the xbox series x they're both they're both at that like five hundred dollar mark uh i i think that's to be expected i was i was expecting it to be right around there i thought there's no way they could reach three ninety nine um you know with a right out of the gate uh so Mm. 499 is like right where i i expected it to be i think the the more interesting is the second tier models um from both Mm. sony and microsoft because you have the ps5 digital version which is essentially has the same internals and capabilities and features uh as your base ps5 but it just doesn't have like an optical drive in there so Mm. it's only going to be um playing digital games Whereas with the Xbox Series S, it's essentially a, it's, it's a, you know, f- from a capability standpoint, it's kind of a lower tier model. Um, it's, you mm-hmm. can basically compare it maybe to like the um, the Xbox One uh, X compared to like the Xbox One S uh, with, you know, this current generation. So it's like, you basically have the top tier model and you have a second tier. So that's, I think, the most interesting aspect in this yeah. discussion. It's like, what... Which of these like second-tier models make the most sense? Would it be the PS5? Because you're basically getting the best, you know, like the the, the best capabilities, but in a in a cheaper model. Um, so you can still play at 4K, do all that stuff, um, uh, but that's four hundred dollars. Um, or the Xbox Series S, which is still gonna be able to play all the same games, but if you don't have you know a crazy like 4k ultra hd tv in your house that you don't need all the 4k stuff you can get the xbox series s for 300 bucks and you can still play all the the cool games you know like your friends are playing um and you still have a new system but it's you know really at a a, a very big dis- discount from you know the 500 hundred dollar xbox series x
0: yeah um and it, that is quite something that's quite fascinating because i wasn't sure what to, well, to be honest, I wasn't sure what the X was going to do initially. I thought the Series S might be like what PlayStation has, Sony has done. It would be the same thing, just without a disc. Um, but, and then, then when the Xbox Series S was revealed, and it showed that it was going to be less powerful, um, but able to still run the same games, but just, I guess, not as optimally, uh, I, I, I sort of thought, oh, maybe Sony's going to go that route, because I knew they were going to PS5 Digital. But then they they went, ah, we're actually going to have exactly the same thing, but no disc. So that was actually quite interesting for me. But I'm glad, in a way, I'm glad Xbox or Microsoft was able to have their Series S as a lower price point than all of them. Um, Because I feel like, well, for for Xbox fans, if they had it at the same price as the PS5 Digital, that would be a no-brainer, really. The PS5 Digital would be the better option, effectively, because it's the same power, just no disc. Um, So, yeah, I think it's going to be quite interesting. I don't think I've ever seen a console launch that's had the price exactly the same for each uh, of the main rivals. Like, have you ever seen that?
1: Um I'm trying to think like maybe back. I tell
2: in the... you they're all too expensive. That's what I say. <laughs> old man gamer old here. Man, old man here. Old man gamer. Oh, I gotta God. wear these large oh, glasses man. because you kids and your H two hummers are making the hole in <laughs> the ozone layer bigger and I can't see anything now. I tell you the the PS5 and the X Man series sex aren't looking like anything I like I loved back in my day. You had your fun furry creatures and your Bronx Plumber going at it with the consoles and it was all good and fine. Nothing looks fun. It's all nickel and diamond, y'all, with those new hats and coats, which I, even I hate, even though I love fine hats. Look at my fine hat. And you're giving me, when I, when, when my uh, giving me this, when my dad came over on the Mayflower, he wasn't he had to go work in the steel mills and we had one console and it was one console per home. Wow.
0: <laughs> Wow! O M G! Welcome! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
1: I take it, Old Man Gamer, you're you're not very excited about the uh, the new generation of consoles coming
2: out. Soon. I want to get spooked by those werewolves and maybe play some Spider Man, but I don't care about anything else at all. Too many wow. graphics! Okay. I don't have my 8K. I still got what you kids called the boob tube.
1: <laughs> See, that's what I was gonna say. That's what I was saying earlier. Um omg is that for for someone that doesn't have a 4k tv maybe the xbox series s which is the cheapest of the the next generation of consoles at 299 that could be something for maybe someone like you that you don't care about all the bells and whistles you just want the core experience
2: looks like i can fry an egg on it so that's fine with me
1: <laughs> it, it's uh <laughs> it, it can play your favorite video games and cook your breakfast. All in one.
2: A, well, that's what the woman's for, but that's fine too.
1: <laughs> oh, okay, okay, okay.
0: Me too. So, we gonna say, Graham. I was gonna say, should we look into the uh, the different type launch titles and and stuff? Yeah,
1: yeah. Let's let's look at the different launch titles um, because basically, there's a there's gonna be a lot of games available at launch for both systems. Mm. Um, retail games. And I I was kind of surprised looking through this list because it's more than I thought it was going to be, but most of it's all going to be available on both systems at launch. Um, right. I, I guess the ones we should maybe talk about are just what are, the, what are the exclusive titles at launch for each system, and then we can kind of talk about it from there. Um, Nobody I'll knows. say the PS5 ones, and uh, Graham, I'll let you do the Xbox Series X ones.
0: Okay, that sounds cool. fair.
1: So for PlayStation 5, we have uh, Godfall... Uh, which is a console exclusive. It's going to be available on PC. Uh, we have uh, the Miles Morales um, Spider-Man game, which is will also be on PS4. So if you have a PS4, you can play it there. Um, and then Sackboy A Big Adventure, which is also going to be on the PS4 as well okay. at, at launch. So I guess the... Um, there are also a few others. Astros Playroom will be one. Uh, Demon Souls and Destruction All Stars are other exclusive games.
0: Okay, so uh, are those last couple actually launch titles, or are they just we know they're exclusive?
1: These are these are the PS5 launch out exclusives. I'm sorry, okay. I didn't put that on the outline. It was <laughs> it's on this. Um, actually, let me. I'll just drop it in here. On oh, this, this is... other the list you have. Yeah, that's my other that list. list. Click that, and you'll see. Uh, because this basically, this list basically breaks it down between the PS5 launch title exclusives, console exclusives, and like all all the systems. Yeah, okay. That, all the games going on both. So.
0: Cool. Uh, did you want to just go through the other launch titles that are not exclusive, or do you want me to do the Xbox ones?
1: Um, you do the Xbox um, exclusive ones, and then we'll just quickly <laughs> go down what what's going to all the, the multi-console
0: cool um so uh xbox series x and s launch uh console exclusives uh you've got forza horizon 5 which is also going to be on ps5 and xbox one uh gears 5 also on pc and xbox one oh, wait it's gears 5 that's the one that's already out isn't it yeah
1: because these are already okay. it's already on those but it's also going to okay. be on ps5 or i mean i'm Fair sorry
2: yeah, everything was cool. backwards compatible when I played games.
1: <laughs> in fact, I think a lot of these are probably already out. That are
0: yeah, uh, most I guess. Oh, oh sorry, just my, I got my frog in my throat there. Uh, so, Gears Tactics, which is also out, that's on PC and Xbox One. The Falconeer, uh, also on PC and Xbox One. Oh, alert, Tetris Tetris Effect Connected, which is also PS, uh, PC and Xbox One. Uh, I wow. play Tetris, um, I know that one. Yes, Tetris is back, old man gamer. It's, yes, it's still going strong.
2: Yes, Tetris.
0: You can actually, colors on the blocks now. Excellent. Um, and then I guess, so the other launch titles that are coming out, but are not exclusives. We've got Assassin's Creed Valhalla, uh, which was a big one by Xbox Series X, like showed that off in their events, but it, even though it's not exclusive, they're like, yeah, check this stuff out. Um, Destiny 2 Beyond Light uh devil may cry 5 special edition dirt 5 fortnite uh madden nfl 21 marvel's avengers nba 2k 21 um watchdog Legion, uh um, and on the playstation 5 they've got observer system with uh or redux Redux. see i think that's the original way of saying that word is Redu because it's a french word but everyone like in america says redux so okay um and uh, on Xbox, a launch title is uh, Yakuza Like a Dragon, which is not coming out straight away on PS5, um, but it's on, going to be on PS4, Xbox One, and PC, and also Observer system with Redux, um, plus all the others like uh, Assassin's Creed Destiny and stuff that we just mentioned. So it looks like the only difference there, actually, is Yakuza, really, uh, being not an exclusive, but being a launch title. Uh, on Xbox, so I guess, yeah, Xbox technically is getting more more games coming out on it however but
1: it's all just stuff it, that's it, it, like already available it's, it's
0: that's all literally as about say chris you just blew me out of the water there thank you i'm sorry um, i'm
1: sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry we next blew him out of water in the war
0: My <laughs> 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 well, next words were going to be however right. the ps5 seems to have more exclusive titles that are going to be even if they're on ps4 they are just playstation exclusive so uh yeah um and also, they're not ones that are really out right now. These are future games, whereas a lot of the Xbox ones seem to be ones that have already come out this year. So, it's, it's a bit strange. Uh, what do you think of this old man gamer? Like, uh, how you? I don't want it?
2: Fortnite in my Dirt Five. I actually don't know what that is. <laughs> Scotty told um, me he didn't Instagram. want Fortnite in anything.
1: Um, I was. I didn't necessarily mean that in a in just a. Um like to criticize the Xbox and saying like all their stuff I think that's a criticism across the board um on both like Sony and at Microsoft's part because if you look at m- most of these games are just basically like remasters that or even just they are porting it honestly across the board there's not a ton where I'm like oh my god I really really have to play that um mm-hmm. Godfall on the PS5 looked cool I I mean that Miles Morales Spider-Man game looks cool, but if I never played it, I would I would be fine. Um, and I just I don't know, man. There's not a lot where I'm like looking at it right now, and like I really really need to p- play it on that. You know?
0: <laughs> yeah. Uh, so what I'm about you? Like, like, is saying. there
1: something that you know, like what what are these launch titles? Are you? Know, does anything get you excited?
0: So this this is the thing. I feel like the launch titles. Reading the list no not really um yeah like yakuza like a dragon maybe that's probably actually one that i would like to go for like if i was to get, because originally it was gonna be halo but as we all know halo has been delayed so it's not gonna be a launch title anymore um so yakuza like a dragon is probably the one that does get me the most excited because just like the yakuza games um and but yeah it's been a struggle really this one um Old oh, man gamer, are uh, any of these do any of these games interest you? Is it just Tetris or
1: <laughs> I think it's the uh, only one? <laughs>
0: I wasn't kidding, I
2: really don't know what Dirt 5 Fortnite is. <laughs> is that is Fortnite in Dirt 5 now? What's going on with that? No, I think it's just a different game. Oh, you kids and your graphs and your pie charts, delicious pie. Oh, I remember we'd make the pie and we'd set it on the windowsill and let it cool and it'd be wonderful. I think I've overstayed my welcome as this hilarious character, so I'm going to bring Scotty back in.
0: Oh, man. Wow. Just to point out for the the listeners and the audience, um, we have a list and Dirt 5 and Fortnite are on two separate lines. I don't know how we confuse that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dirt <Durf> by Fortnite. <laughs> oh, dear. I'd, I'd play that. That doesn't. Uh, <laughs> Man. Um... So, yeah, I guess, Chris, um, to answer our talk about, I mean, discussion. You can't
2: say stuff like that. Women are, it's equal now. I <laughs> don't think that's how it really is. I think you're just pulling the wool over my eyes. And All right, get out. You're never coming, but get, go.
1: Let's ahead. not talk to him about get out who he's going to be. Get for.
2: out of here. Oh, damn. <laughs> Sorry about that, guys. He's a bit of a. Confused old man. So
1: I I was afraid you guys were going to get into politics next, and maybe like (laughs) ask who he's going to be voting Uh, for.
2: He's trying to vote for Reagan again right now. So
1: (laughs) well, (laughs) well, by the by, some of his answers there, it seems like he might be a bit out of touch. So I can understand.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. (laughs) Um,
0: Well, it's good to see the elder generation's perspective uh, for once. Oh man um, ah, boy. So, yeah. but I guess to answer the question uh which which company do you think has actually done a better job leading up to the launch, which one of has made you actually i'm a bit more excited even if maybe you're not going to get it you might just I, think, did, this
1: I did have one other um thought on this before we go into that okay. um, because and this is this is directly related to the p s five digital edition, and so I'm just wondering like how like how much are you going to be really saving uh, if you save a hundred bucks off the bat and you get only the digital edition? Because you gotta think about it. At that point, you are locked in to buying these games from Sony and only Sony, mm-hmm. and you're buying it from only their ecosystem. <laughs> and so essentially, like you're a
2: physical game, too.
1: Exactly. And that's that leads into my point is you're not gonna be You know, you're not going to enjoy the benefits of, you know, like a, a capitalistic ecosystem anymore. You're stuck with Sony and whatever they price it at, you're going to have to buy those games. Whereas if you get the physical edition, you can buy these games at GameStop, at Best Buy. You can still buy it digitally from Sony if you want. You could buy it anywhere. And, these companies are competing with each other, and so they're going to have different markdowns and different things like that. So if you think you're really saving money, if you're buying the PS5 and you want to go for the digital edition because you need to save the money, I would say buy the $500 PS5 because you're going to save more money over the lifetime of the system because you're going to be able to buy cheap games mm-hmm. uh, you know, at GameStop or used games, um, but you're not going to be able to do that on the the digital edition because you have to buy them from the PlayStation Store. Yeah. And and sometimes they they have good deals, but other times, like if maybe you want to go back and and play a game like Tales of Vesperia because you just get the itch to do it, but it's not on sale right now and it's still like 40 bucks when you could go to GameStop and buy it used for 15.
2: Did Mm. you guys mention Game Pass though and whatever Sony's doing?
0: Not yet. Not yet. That was something I was going to bring up actually in a little bit, but... um... Okay. Yeah, but you make a great point there, Chris. Because uh, yeah, like um, like just buying second-hand games is just out of out of the question for you, I guess. And lending games to friends, I guess, is kind of out of the question. Um, you can't really pop around to your mate's house and be like oh i've got this new ps5 game do you want to pop it in wait i can't because you don't have a disk drive in that thing Hmm. yeah
1: and and that's not Uh, to say that people are only going to buy the ps5 digital the digital edition because they want to save the money i'm not saying that's the only reason why people are doing that i think there's a lot of people out there that just like i don't care about going and buying a disc when mm -hmm. it comes out i can preload it on my system i can buy it digitally and like Right at midnight, my favorite game's available. I can play it, and that's all I care about It's the yeah. convenience and that's worth it for them and so, having you know like a four hundred dollar system that you're not having to pay you know the bloated price for an optical drive you know pay another hundred bucks. so I do think there's a segment of the demographic out there that the p s five digital edition is perfect for now, how big of that in the whole pie chart, if we want to talk about pie charts again um of that demographic i'm not sure i don't know if it'd be worth it um to mm. be honest but i do think that there is a segment of the population out there that this is targeted at yeah
0: and yeah. i also wonder if this is going to be cause problems for especially younger younger gamers who maybe can't afford to buy these consoles themselves they have to rely on parents and you know birthday and christmas presents if this will cause confusion they they want the ps5 or xbox series x the main one but the parents see oh the xbox series s this plays all the same games and it's like two hundred dollars cheaper or something. Why don't I get that? Um, and it's not as as we've just spoken about the Series S is a less powerful console compared to the X Series X. Uh, I mean, it's going to play the same games, but we know that it's got no. There's really going to be disguise. some
1: bad kids on Christmas that get some yeah, fucking exactly. Xbox Series S and like what? You got me the Series S. This is. That's- This sucks. Like, Jimmy got a a, a Series X, and I have to get a Series S. That's what's going to happen. You're going to have pissed off kids that, you know, like, because kids care about this stuff. Like, that's (laughs) why on Fortnite they sell, you know, these skins for $15, $20, and kids are buying them because they care about like what they look like in video games and, stuff. and for them. And so I think it does matter to young kids of getting a series X, getting that top tier console versus getting a, a, a gift and you get a series S and you're opening that on your birthday.
2: Yeah. You know, it's a vicious cycle because more GameStop stores are closing. That was in the news. We don't need to go into that. But like, if you go to, and if we rewind to when I mentioned that, um, parents aren't going to know which system their kids already have and they're not going to know they don't have the diskless thing so like you know chris is the exception where he knows all the th- consoles his kids have so he'll walk in he'll grab something he knows what each of them need and whatever but there's going to be mom and dad that are clueless grandparents that walk in and they're like i know he likes the god of war but maybe this is the generation that little jimmy went all download so they buy him the new god of war ragnarok hand them the disc for Christmas. But the games, they're not buying at a GameStop. They're just cruising into a Walmart or Target. The clerk's saying, you want this? All right, cool. But at GameStop, people are going to be like, does he have, do they have this? Do they need this thing? Do they have whatever? Do they even play games? Do you have internet at your house? Like, um, and and then that tailors into how lame is Christmas going to be for, I don't know, this might be splitting hairs, but like the kids that have an all digital system like all they're gonna unwrap is a PS or a PSN or an Xbox Live gift card. Like that's so boring. You You're gonna know? get
1: lots of accessories. <laughs> like so, lots yeah. of bullshit, you know, accessories <laughs> right, that you don't right, need. Right, right.
2: Um it's a very strange cycle that we're getting into. And this is what they wanted to do last generation. There was talk of a of of both consoles having no disc drives. Not varying models, but just no disc drive. I know that so, I think Microsoft better might have been in harder talks than that than Sony, but um, I forgot my initial question that I was answering now.
1: <laughs> I want, I have a, a, a scenario I want to, uh, like throw at you guys. Um, that's directly re- related to this. So if you're GameStop, um, if you're Best Buy, what, what is it like, what's in it for you to stock a PS5 digital console when you're know that you're basically selling that unit and you're getting no revenue outside of that mm-hmm. one sale. Um, and you know, with so, with the consoles trying to push everything digital, you have stores like GameStop that are they're fighting to stay alive by selling you know like physical retail products. So, right, I so,
0: wonder- I, guess, so I guess sorry, just uh, I guess one thing that would it's it's not the same, but a lot of game stores over here, especially, they sell the little cards with the digital codes to download yeah. a game on like the Xbox or PlayStation at the moment. So. Like my brother, one Christmas got me Rare Replay. He didn't buy me the disc though, because it actually sold out. But he got me the little card for the same price, basically. Um, so, I mean, that was not as cool for me. But at the same time, I was like, "Oh, this is quite nice. I do get to open something, and I get so, I get to put the code in, and I get to download the game." So, oh, was they it could a code for the game, or was that? it a
2: code for that amount of points?
0: No, no, it's code for the game. Yes, you get cards for the game specifically.
2: Over here, okay. Um,
0: have I got it on my shelf? On my shelf, Um, Wait,
2: that's interesting. I thought because we, you could only at least when I worked at GameStop, even though you were selling like, and I remember this vividly when they first started like the section of download cards because I bought for my girlfriend at the time. Um, she just got a 360, and we were going to play the turtles, the Ninja Turtles arcade game online. Um, so I bought her a card with that picture on it, but actually since I worked there, I just took the card. I got the okay to do that. Even though you get a car, uh, a number on um, a download code on your receipt. And even then it was only for like 800 Microsoft points. It wasn't for specifically the game. So that's why like, I felt dumb. Like, I don't want to just give her 800 MS points. That doesn't feel cool. So I actually took the card and like wrapped that up. And I was like, we can play this game together, you know, that kind of thing. That was at least cool. something, but yeah. So I've actually lost the specific
0: game. Mm-hmm. I've lost the actual um, game card they gave me, but I've got the receipt still and the little wallet, the <laughs> little gift wallet. They... Game. So, uh,
2: it says, "Oh no, that's the store, though." I thought it just said game thing. generically on oh, no. there. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: but even on the receipt, it actually has the code for the game itself. So uh, that's quite handy. So even if you do, lose... but yeah, it's like a little. You can buy a little card that says like the Game name on it, it's got a code that you scratch off, and yeah, that's one thing. Game stores, game stores are selling over here, which kind of takes it out, I guess, the, X, the Microsoft ecosystem in a way. Because in theory, game could sell that game for 10 pounds cheaper than you get on the store, even though it's a digital code. Um, well, no, I'm not sure if they would do that. So, what you mean?
2: What? T- sell it 10 dollars cheaper physically?
0: Like, they've got this the cart they, they sell the cards in store, they pay. Like they can price those cards in store what they want to in theory. If that makes sense, like a game. Really? Well, why not? It's That's they, illegal. Because they... <laughs> you would
2: be. Are we talking? We might not be talking about the same thing. because I'm talking about like the,
0: the, the, the card for the code, the code for the game itself. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. Because so,
2: see, all we have over a cost, here. A cost though.
0: The only What's thing that? we Sorry? would
2: have over here is you would buy different increments of Microsoft points yeah the, no that I, dumb weird
0: system i talk about for what we do over here where you can buy the game there's a, a digital the code for the game you basically buy a little card that says i don't know god of war on it mm. you take that home jimmy on jimmy scratches off the back of the card it's got a code on it you type that code in he's got god of war he can not get yeah. any other game he's got god of war in the in the in the physical store they can in theory price those little cards they say God of War on it. That's What they want to, if that makes sense. I mean, it's not. It's not fucked up. It's how they would do. A phys- it's basically them. There's no difference them having the card and a physical game, like being like, you can get this. Hold on a second. That that. There's my little card guess, thing on. The way I'm seeing you can, it, you can, buy, you can buy this game for eleven yeah. ninety nine, or you can buy this unlockable downloadable code also for eleven ninety nine. But on the digital store, this might be fifteen pounds or something. You know, is that? Am I, not, am I, I, understand, I understand what you're saying. to say. yes, I saw old man Scotty come back or something. <laughs> what's going on? No, I'm talking about How legitimate you...
2: bris, business practices because that, to me, what you're saying is you could walk into a GameStop, see that $20 Microsoft point card, which is equal to like 1,800 points, whatever their weird system was that they, thank God, got rid of. Um, you guys remember that though, right? Like 230 oh, yeah. points equal to a yeah. dollar or something. So what I'm saying is, what you sound like you're saying to me is walk in for $20 you'd get a 20 a $2000 Microsoft point game no. or let's say it's I'll like say castle it crashers true. let's say it's hold on let's say it's castle okay. crashers castle i've got i grab that dlc card for castle crashers that's 20 bucks i hand it to them they scan the back it shoots out a code on the receipt and maybe that's for castle crashers but the, those cards are supplied to them by Microsoft, so they cannot change the prices on those things because that's essentially selling a game cheaper on their download service than what Microsoft wants to.
0: Well, my, my understanding is, okay, maybe I don't know how the business model works. Maybe I am incorrect there, but if, if a computer game store is going out of business, they want to sell off all their stuff, they can, sell, they can drop down the price of a physical game. And yeah, my understanding is they right. can also do that with those cards as well. Cause, I don't think that's... that's some. I don't know if that's correct.
2: I'm not saying you're okay, wrong. No. I'm not saying you're okay. wrong. I'm saying I could be wrong. that Maybe sounds it's wrong. like some shady shit.
1: Let me, okay, let me finish the rest of my thought because this was a two-parter and then I got interrupted and you, you guys went down this,
0: this tangent. I am so sorry, <laughs> Chris. <Yeah. laughs>
1: um, it makes me feel better for interrupting you earlier, so it's fine.
0: Okay, good. Um, we're even. <laughs> we're
1: <laughs> even. No, what I was going to say, though, is okay, so now you have GameStop that's like fighting off this eventual, a gradual change to an all digital world. But what I was going to suggest and like, I wanted to like throw it to you guys to see what you thought is like, when you go now and buy a Blu-ray uh, like DVD or or a Blu-ray copy of a movie, oftentimes you open that movie and you get the disc and you also get a digital code to unlock
0: that
1: thing. So now you can go onto like an app on your, like, Roku or Fire Stick or whatever, and you can just open that app, and your code, your your movies, your digital movies library is right there. What I was going to say is, like, what if GameStop started, you know, making deals with publishers? Because I think that's probably how you have to maybe work it. Um, And there's probably a lot more, you know, behind-the-scenes stuff that you have to do, but what if... They started doing that with physical games where you could get a physical copy, but you'd also get a digital code as well that you mm-hmm. could unlock um, and tie it to your account. So then that way, maybe later on, you trade the game in to GameStop oh. and you get your $20 credit or whatever, but you could still keep the um, the digital code tied to your account after maybe like a six month period of time or something like that, that way you stop I'd the people down. that you stop the people that basically come around, buy the game, turn around and trade it in and you keep the digital code and you, you know, but you stop
0: that. How, how can they police that though? Cause if I buy the game and I put the digital game. Because you're on my buying game it,
1: you're, you're, well, I mean, you're buying it from GameStop and you're not going to be able to trade it in at a GameStop. So, maybe oh, I
0: see. It so it'll be GameStop though. That- so that I Yeah, i
1: was saying this oh, would be okay. a GameStop, you know, like program basically. Yeah, okay. That, you're, and then like you 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 buy it from GameStop. You know, you're getting the physical and digital code. And then if you're going to trade it in, where else are you trading games anymore? You know, like I don't know if any of the other companies still do that. I know GameStop does. And so GameStop's where mm-hmm. everyone trades stuff in at.
0: Yeah, you got the mom, mom and pop stores, like sure. Warpzone. I
1: don't. I mean, I don't know if does GameStop care about Warp Zone though. No, I think they're trying uh, to get a, in a little piece of their business by doing the used game stuff, but not in terms of like, you know, selling, you know, new retail games. They don't
2: care about that. Uh, that reminds me of if you buy a vinyl record, you get a code with it because mm. otherwise you can only listen to that record on your vinyl on your record player. So but you already supported the band by paying for it. Because also, if you're, like, I think of this this way, when I buy a vinyl record, cool, I don't have a download code, so I'm going to go use Spotify that the bands see, like, virtually no money from when I hmm. listen to their songs, but I bought their record. It's a weird, it's not exactly comparable, but I, I'm totally on board, like, if every game included a download code.
0: Yeah, I, I'm I'm on board with that, but I feel like maybe this way madness lies. I'm not sure if, that, if the ecosystem of the games industry would survive. In my head, I feel like there's a big flaw there. I'm not sure why. There's, there's
1: certainly some stuff that would have to get worked out. I'm not suggesting that. I'm going to return
0: like, this game. It doesn't work
2: anymore. I didn't <laughs> like it. You used the da- Was the download code in there. Uh, there was no download code in there. Sir, this was sealed when you bought it. Uh, see ya.
1: And so maybe it could be something that, like... <sighs> In order to participate, you have to register maybe your your Xbox gamer tag or something like that. Mm, and yeah. then the 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 person they can, I don't know, look and check that's like oh you registered it already on your fucking account. We can see that you activated it. And so no, oh, we wow. aren't gonna allow you to re return this. The, the,
0: thi- the thing is in theory, people could start to I could do a deal with a mate down the road and be like, Oh, we both got Xbox One Series X's yeah. or whatever. Um I'll buy this game. I don't. I've got no space in my flat, so I'll use the download code. You can have the physical game. Go halfsies. Um Yeah, so, I'm um, sure
1: people would do that, and and people did the same thing when you could um, share your PlayStation username accounts and stuff like that. And so you'd activate right. your console at mine, and or you know, I'd activate Scotty's console, and he'd activate mine. But and so now we're trading.
2: But so all Sony was thinking was like, oh, they'll sync up their Vita. To their PS3, and they're <laughs> yeah. thinking everybody will be nice and yeah. legal. With yeah, that. there's
1: always going to be some way to skirt the system, and so mm. you just have to find a way yeah. that it's. I think from a business perspective, that it's livable with. Like you can live with yeah. this small percentage of people that are going to get free shit or, or team up with the buddy, but does it doesn't right. make sense on a large scale? Um, but beyond that, that's you know I think that was a fun maybe side conversation. But just to answer the question, we'll go around the room, Graham which company do you think has done a better job and ultimately which console are you going to go with either at launch or when's the first console you're going to get maybe post-launch?
0: So I do actually feel Xbox has done a better job leading up to it. I feel like the reveals they've done have just been that little bit better. Um I'm not sure if everyone would agree with me on that, but um I feel like, then the, the timing of them showing off the actual console, what it looks like to some of the games that's coming on it. Oh, not wow. necessarily the launch games. But they showed some games coming up, which I thought was really good. Then they had another session where they showed off more of the launch games. Um, and they've also, then they revealed the price of the console. So they did that all a little bit earlier than like Sony, it seems. Um And I feel like just... It also just moves over some of the crap that happened with the Xbox One launch, where they're like, oh, they're going to do this cool idea about, you know, blocking people's accounts and stuff if they don't log on to the internet every day or something. And everyone's like, what the fuck? This is bullshit. Blah, blah, blah. Also, the Xbox One is going to be really expensive and the PlayStation 4 is going to be more powerful, but cheaper. Um, all that stuff. Go, um like for for memory, I, for memory, the PlayStation Four was a little bit cheaper, or the same price for the Xbox. Dude, I think it
2: was hundred dollars cheaper. They took yeah, it's the like something of the PS Four. Yeah,
0: that was it. Was, yeah, and, and yeah, Xbox was like yeah. Oh, every every game gonna have Connects, gonna be amazing. But blah, 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 blah. wait, scan actually, your skateboard. Actually, yeah, I I love the idea of the Connect, but it just did not work out. Like the the, the yeah. general premise, I thought this sounds like it could be cool. It's got some cool features, but yeah, I will it did say not the work one out. One thing,
2: I'm just gonna jump in because I'll forget it. The one yeah. thing I liked about the Connect more than the Sony thing... Eventually Sony did this, though, was how you could say Xbox record that or whatever. That was just okay. easier to spit that out quicker than hitting a button and holding yeah. it down and messing up your gameplay. That's my short yeah. Um
0: Anyway, um, but yeah, so yeah, I think they smoothed over a lot of stuff. Um, it's a shame that Halo, the the, the flagship title for the console, yeah. is not coming out anymore, but I guess I'd rather have a finished, better-looking game than one that's maybe not so good um i like uh, the playstation 5's playstation plus collection idea um i that's feel it's probably idea. not quite not quite there w- compared to game pass i feel like game pass is actually a really solid thing i think it's really impressive um uh but for people like me who never really got to play on the playstation 4 it basically seems to be just a list of top playstation 4 games which i guess a lot of people might have played if they're big sony fans now
2: you but can have detroit become human
0: Woohoo! Yeah. (laughs) Um, Other games on on PlayStation, I think Oddworld seems cool. The Harry Potter game looks okay. Mars Morales. I like the Spider Man games in general. I think that should be good. Uh, But otherwise, I'm not bothered about PlayStation Five. Xbox, Yakuza does excite me more than any of the other games I've seen on both consoles. I'm just like I just like Yakuza. I think it's really cool. I'd love to play that game. Uh, And I think the personally, I just think the Xbox looks nicer uh it's not about what the console looks like at the end of the day but if i was to have one in my room and show it off i'd rather than xbox but uh yeah um but yeah so i'm i'm gonna say xbox although i feel like i'm not as excited for this generation as i have been other generations as we went through that list of games i feel like most of these games either on other consoles or they're old last generation games i feel like nothing new is coming out this generation at launch it's just kind of like well i know great games are coming out but yeah um, and then oh, there was one other thing I was going to say. I can't remember what it was. Oh, that was it—the Xbox Series S, I guess. Um, could talk about Game Pass very briefly. I guess the Xbox Series S, even though it's less powerful, it seems at least over in the UK, they're trying to pitch that, almost selling it like a mobile phone contract, where you can oh, yeah, you can yeah, buy yeah. you buy like you buy it for I like twenty pounds. Oh, is it everywhere? Okay, that's cool because so. like, you spend like twenty pounds a month or something, and you get the Xbox Series S, but you also get. Uh, game pass ultimate so you get access to over 100 games i think like for some people that's a really cheap option it's like wow i've just 20 pounds a month and i've got all these games out of the box straight away that's amazing so i
1: think that's for both the yeah. x and the s right
0: over here i've only seen the s advertised with that deal because it's like 20 pounds 20 pounds a month and you get the console and the game pass ultimate and I think it's like a two year it's almost almost like a two year contract type thing. At the end of two years you've got the console and you get to keep the games and stuff, obviously. Uh, well you get the Yeah, I don't know. Um but I haven't seen that for the Series X. Um yeah, so anyway, long long answer shortened. Maybe the Impossible. Xbox.
2: <laughs> maybe the Xbox. <laughs> oh, so it's a hard maybe? Yeah.
0: It's. It, I felt like Yakuza is the only game that's really excited me on the Xbox at the moment. Are you, are you doing um, it
2: launch day, though? That's my question. Are you doing either of these launch day?
0: I was thinking of Xbox at launch day, and now I'm not so sure. I may wait at least a couple of months and see what happens. Uh, that, maybe get a, maybe get it for Christmas instead. That's you know?
2: interesting. For those, If this is your first episode of the podcast ever with the Megavision show... That's a big deal coming from Graham because we he just talked <laughs> about his ex Cloud and he loves Bill Gates.
1: <laughs> you know, of course he's, I he's, he's the most ardent of Xbox fanboys as they come. So yeah. um, I'll say that honestly, I don't think either company has done a very good job um, of of getting of communicating to you know their audience of like what these systems are going to be and stuff. It just seems like I think both companies were so scared to show their hand. To, to show what it is and and risk the other company coming in after them uh and either you know like cut undercutting them on price or specs or something. So what ended up happening is they waited right until the very last minute that they could to start actually giving out details. Think about this. Like the PlayStation 5 uh like reveal of for the price happened this past week and we're only a couple months away from these yeah. things like coming out. That's ridiculous. That's like we don't. That's just not how Actually, business not has a been couple
2: months. It's September twentieth, and these are due out early November. Like the first yeah. <laughs> half of November, yeah. not, not even two months right. away.
1: Exactly, mm-hmm. and it's coming up very quickly. I I still haven't seen that. You know that whole thing that you usually see. Usually it's at E three, but it's like someone on stage with the system, with the controller in their hand. They put a disc in. Um it boots up on a giant screen and you watch them play it. Like I've yet to see that
2: yeah, on we either haven't s- seen the actual um dashboards yet, have we? No, we haven't. Right.
1: And like yeah. I want to see someone demoing all that stuff. Yeah. You know, like I want EA to come in and show like what are these awesome uh you know sports apps that no one's ever gonna use and they're so gonna abandon sweat. in a year. You yeah. know, like there's been none of that, and so I feel like there's not the poppin' circumstance, there's not um, you know like the recognizable people from either company that you know that always talk about these new systems They're, they haven't been around and it just seems like with COVID and everything else like it's just no one's that excited about it and you're right with like a very lackluster launch lineup from both companies and that all equals to just I, I think people aren't as excited for these as as you think they would be. And for me, the loss of halo was a big deal because I was, I was, I was all on series X. I was like, I'm going to get the series X. I love game pass of all the games that I want to play at launch or near launch. Halo is the one I want. And so I'll buy it for that. But then when they delayed it at that point, then I'm looking at it again. I'm like, what is it that I really, really want? And there's not a lot there. Um, So, to say that though, I've s st- i have I think after the PS the the Sony PS five reveal this past week, I think I'm leaning towards a PS five. Um I <laughs> think that they're doing a, a really good job of of getting some solid titles. Uh and you've got the Sony's first person uh, or, or first uh um party party, thank you. God damn it. Sony's first party is is, is untouchable. Like they're so good. And so you're gonna have all of those great games. Um, so I think over the long haul the PS5 is where I'm going to go but when Halo and some other really good games come out on the Xbox I'm going to get an Xbox Series X as well it's just a matter of time
0: So are you saying you're going to get a PS5 at launch or you'll hold off a little bit?
1: You know I think I'm kind of like you Graham, I think I'm going to hold off, I think I'm going to hold off on the first wave I'm going to sit back at launch um, and I'll be fine with it and probably Mm. around Christmas time is probably when I'll, I'll pick one up
0: Hmm. That's fair enough. Hmm. Yeah. So, Scotty, um, how about I you? I say,
2: yeah, so the reason I haven't said much is because <laughs> this is where video games are right now. We found this quote, Final Fantasy 16. A new Final Fantasy adventure will be arriving on the PS5 as a console exclusive as well as PC and possibly Xbox One down the line. It's like, I need some <laughs> sort of certainty with anything. <laughs> what are you doing? Um, uh, that yeah, aside, so though... Bad. Uh I'm I've been less excited with every announcement coming out. Like the only thing I cared about in the PS5 most recent look was Resident Evil 8 which I can just play on my PC probably and the Miles Morales stuff which I can do on my PS4 apparently. Um we talked about Halo Infinite how that that's a that is a punch to the gut and I I do like the Halo games but not open world. It it's and like I I even said I confess confess to my my friend Sarah who she and I uh, worked at GameStop for years together. And we, like, to give an idea of where we were with our opinions, we basically stocked the Vita section in our store because she and I were the only ones, like, pre-ordering Vita stuff at one point. But I said to her, I'm like, I'm worried I just don't like video games anymore. And she's like, no, what it is, is there. you know, a lot of games are pandering to the screaming children of today, and it's not so much the soul and everything that's put into them like they were. Nobody's taken as many risks, which is why I go with more indie stuff and a lot of like limited runs and uh physical runs of stuff um and it's i just don't i'm not super excited about this upcoming generation i ended up mm-hmm. getting a ps4 because it was free through my job um i don't know that that happens anymore wow. the xbox one i got with halo 5 when it came out i got that limited edition and i tr- but i traded it i traded i gave that edition to my buddy aj who's a huge halo fan and then i traded his xbox in Um, so that someone would appreciate that crazy silver console and everything. But, um, I just, it's not, I'm not excited for anything happening and it, it might have to do with the exclusives. The one thing that I thought of, uh, people watching will see me go like, oh, because I thought if anything, maybe I could get the Xbox one, the, um, the weakest version, so to speak, since that's only like 300 bucks is a more reasonable thing in this, in this difficult economy, (laughs) um, than like four or 500 but also since i traded in my xbox one so quickly maybe that that series x i could do that and like catch up on the xbox one games that i missed and stuff hmm. um i just yeah. thought of that right now like that might be how some people go since arguably they'll say ps4 won this generation whatever so maybe less people that grab the one could get that one that series x version um I'm not getting anything at launch. I'm waiting to see. It's going to be very much a, what are my friends playing that I'll need to get to hop online and play with them. Yeah. Um, and it's so dumb to say, but I'm honestly more excited to get a poly mega than I would be either of these right now.
1: <laughs> uh, I already have my polymega mega pre-ordered, so that's on its way. I, I, w- yeah. I can see myself honestly playing that more than either of these consoles. If I got them both the same day.
2: Yeah, we were, we did a watch party for the <laughs> PS five thing and i was i was just, i was quiet most of the thing, cuz i'm just like i don't care about final fantasy uh definitely never play any of these souls games cuz i don't want to get angry when i'm playing games <laughs> so that's just me i'm just not excited for i'm not excited for anything why am i living no um <laughs> it's a it's uh different times and i like my retro physical stuff and neither of these consoles have strong oh the the question was who's been better communicating Microsoft has very much been, you can play our games on whatever you want to, we don't care where, but you can play them. And if you want to get a Series X, go for it, but you can play these on PC. Whereas Sony has not communicated a lot. It's not that they they never once said it's going to be backwards compatible. People really misreceived that somewhere. And I do think the PS Plus bonus, whatever it is, is a cool idea to start out with, because there are... There are games in there that raised bars here and there, like between God of War. I know Detroit Become Human. David Cage is not whatever, but that game did stuff that others don't, and it and it and it uh did different things technically that was really impressive. But so I think that's a good place if everybody skips the PS4 exclusives. Like check out these games that raise the bar in different areas, but it's yeah. not on par with Game Pass yet at all. Uh it's gonna take them. Microsoft has a stronger ecosystem. Sony has strong exclusives, but Microsoft's mm. been way more clear about what they're doing. I feel like I'd rather have a, con- I'd rather hang out with Phil Spencer than I would whoever's heading out heading Sony right now. If that, if that says anything, <laughs> you know.
0: Yeah, I, I think I think that that's sort of where my head's been at. That I just feel my Xbox has been communicating things just a little bit better. Like I'm not so super happy with their lineup at the moment, but I feel like they've just communicated things. I kind of know where I am with them. Well, as you say, with PlayStation 5, what is the deal with BAC's compatibility? Because I'm actually not sure. They've just... said that Do...
2: they have confirmed that um, the majority of the PlayStation 4 library works on it. They've not said okay. anything about 1, 2, or 3. But also, the PS3 hardware is t- so difficult to... They didn't future-proof that thing. And the and the simplest <laughs> example is how you can't change your username without actually losing some information. Your, your, your gamer tag. Um, Yeah, that's a whole other thing for another time. But I think the PS2 is also difficult to emulate for. So that's really why, like, it's not as easy as popping in a PS1 disc into the PS2. It's it's so they they've essentially said that's that hardware is impossible. They stopped making PS2 compatible PS3s because people were still buying PS2s when the PS3 was out. But also they were losing money on every PS3 that was launched, Mm. essentially.
0: We didn't get we didn't get that in the UK. We had some games are emulatable. Some PS2 games are emulatable on PS3, but we didn't have the internal hardware that you had in America and Japan at launch. So I think like 10 games worked or something ridiculous. It's like not that impressive at all. Um, Yeah, we we got screwed.
2: (laughs) It would honestly be a deal breaker for me if the PS5 was fully backwards compatible to everything because that would get rid of three consoles on my shelf right now.
0: Yeah, if that was the case, I would have jumped on PS5 immediately, basically. But yeah, That's anyway, me. I guess, I guess, uh, Chris, have you got any last comments to say? Or, uh,
1: no, I'm just, I'm, I, I think this console is going to be fine. This, this generation of consoles is going to be fine. Um, I think it was just there. I mean, there was just this would have all been different if coronavirus didn't happen. Right. I will say that I'm very mm-hmm. confident that if if coronavirus and the whole pandemic didn't happen we would be in a different place right now in terms of like how Sony and Microsoft went up to the re- the reveals and everything so i've got to kind of understand that sorry right um so but overall right now at launch i'm underwhelmed and i'm fine with sitting back a little bit uh, but hey poly mega time baby yep Woo,
0: yeah cool Maybe we should bring back Old Man Gamer. Yeah. He's he's got he knows where it's at. Uh, <laughs> that leave leave, leave him okay. in the cupboard. No. <laughs> <laughs> fine. Um, cool. I think that would do it for the uh, the show, the, the discussion, and the show this week. So uh, thanks everyone for watching, for listening, for being where you are in life, and just being awesome people. And yeah, <laughs> and if if you are interested in still donating uh, to Extra Life for our Dreamcast 24 hour marathon. Uh, please do so it is still open for donations and if you want other uh, videos now available online all the different videos Scotty, those or? are still
2: being edited we're going to get clips together and have kind of a summary thing and then also a playlist like we do every year chop it <laughs> up into individual hours um, whenever we do stream you can still scroll down below on the twitch screen and click on either the banner or my name to donate because uh, you can we can take those donations up through november so it would be really cool to hit the 1500 hundred dollar mark
0: yeah, be really good. And yeah, once those videos are live, we'll let you know. And it'll be—it's really awesome. There's some really good Dreamcast games we looked at, especially some of the weirder ones like Ill Bleed, Tokyo Bus Guide. Always a favourite, Pen Pen Trio Salon. Uh, we had a unreleased blast. It was really stuff. fun. unreleased stuff. Yep. yep. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, guess that'll do it. And uh, catch you later. See you later. Bye, everybody.